And once again, a huge shout out to all of our supporters over at patreon.com forward slash 878 Survivor FM. A big thank you to all of our editors, our $5 supporters, our production managers, our Florida as fuck, Big Dog, Shane Murphy, Tank Dazza, Hawks Hammer, and Nightkin. Our producers, Jake Snow, Red Freedom, Melbourne, and Tuxness. Big thank you to all of you. You just really helped keep this show going. Our YouTube members, Kenny Baker, King Alobar, Tuxness, Cinnamon, and Muddy Tracklings. Thank you all once again. You are legends who help the show go on each and every week. Thank you all for your support, even just by watching or listening each week to the podcast. And we hope you enjoy this week's show. Before we go on, though, I do want to shout out to all of the team behind the show who, without them, I wouldn't be able to get this done each and every week. There's obviously myself, Boydie, Marks, that lad, Archie, Foxy Pope, Dancer Jesus, Jacob Mango, Dewan, and Spud from Daisy Down Under. Big thank you to all of you, and I hope you enjoy this week's show. And we are live in five, four, three, two, one. And welcome, folks, to episode 91 of the Daisy Podcast. We are joined today, as always, by Lad and Marks. How you doing, boys? We're just waiting on Archie to turn up. He's uh, running a bit late, um, but... We don't need him. We've got another American legend here. The one, the only, Mr. KD Wolf. How you doing, buddy? Dude, I am so happy to have you on. Um, there's probably a lot of people who, um, you know, it, it was years ago. Like, you've just recently come back to um, Daisy, um, but there's probably not a lot of people who remember you from... Yeah, I just had someone put a tweet up um, asking people what the golden age of Daisy was for them, and one of the um, options was when uh, Standalone was first released. And as buggy, as broken, as shitty as the game was, mate, for me that is the golden age. It was fucking amazing. You know, I tagged you in it. Um, I, yeah, the, the, when you, Mister B, um, Mister Moon, Jam Jar, Potato, LP. Yourself, you know, you guys were like the kings of um, Daisy uh, standalone back in the day. Once Frankie stopped making his videos and that, um, just the amazing memories I've got from watching you play this fucking awesome game and the others. You know, you got to do the Survivor games when they were still doing the good ones, not that abomination they released as a mod. Um, yeah. Yes, yes. At all of the decisions that have been made by the devs, I almost miss that more than what we have now, which is obviously significantly better now. But yeah, those were really good times, man. Uh, apologies to everyone. I just hadn't um, uh, turned on one of the uh, audio things. So just confirm you can hear everyone now, folks. 
Test, test, one, two, three. Testing, one, two. You just check, leave check, us. Can check, you hear me? check. Yep. They can hear now? Awesome, yeah. awesome. So, yeah, what we were saying was, um, uh, I don't know whether you guys heard of it, KD said that even he kind of misses the, the, the buggy broken version that DayZ was. It was, yeah, you know, like, you, you, th you think back to just the experiences that even happened because of those bugs. It's, it's, it's kind of a unique game in that you, some people I know, they look back and they go, buggy broken piece of shit, I'll never play Daisy again. But for those of us who were hardcore into it, it annoyed you, it frustrated you, but you can look back and laugh at some of that shit now, can't you, KD? Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, it was like all part of it. And that was, I feel like DayZ, I, I mean, I don't know the history of Alpha games, but I feel like DayZ was one of the, kind of the first Alpha games where, you know, you bought into it knowing it was Alpha yes. and, you know, you kind of expected it and people weren't as, as bitter about it, you know, as they are now about unreleased games. But back then it was kind of the golden age of Alpha games. Yes. And so you, you didn't get as frustrated as you do now. Now it's like, okay another alpha game are you kidding me like we're basically playing to test these games but yeah. back then it wasn't that bad you know you weren't as, as spurned over it yeah it, it, it was it did any of you other guys um play back in the very early um access days of standalone like within that first six month period after it got released no my first patch was 0.59 um <clears throat> I remember the exact day I got the game, March the 3rd, 2016. Wow. What about you, Archie? And yeah. welcome. Yeah, I, I definitely did. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I definitely, definitely did. I remember the first uh, time I saw this guy named uh, Normal Difficulty playing it on YouTube. And oh, I just, it just, uh, it, it, it was almost like it gave me a feeling of nostalgia for something I've never experienced, but I, I kind of blame that on the Operation Flashpoint days. Yes, but, Operation I mean, Flashpoint. Like I, did, I never got to play the PC version of it because um, I was a console gamer back then. And then when um, I know it wasn't the Bohemia one, but when Operation Flashpoint got released on Xbox, I remember picking that game up and just going, what the fuck is this? People are actually yeah. making realistic games. Because I just yeah. kept it dying because I was treating it like Call of Duty. Just run in, run in, run in. And then my mind slowly kicked back and went, well, how about if I do this a bit more tactically? And I started you know, engaging some of the shit that I learned in nine years in the Army, and I started actually completing the missions. And I was like, oh, man, I'm hooked. But I never really encountered anything like it again until I saw DayZ. What about you, Marks? Yeah, no, I think it was the same way. Um, I had a PC that couldn't run Armour 3. Yep. Um, I remember watching. I was it was Soviet Womble's Armor Two videos. <laughs> He's another I fucking think, legend, yes. Soviet Womble. And, um, I I got that and was like addicted to it, but I couldn't really get into the. I don't know the, the I I kind of came into it at the very kind of end when it was just dying out. Um, I have my purchase date for Daisy here, October twenty seventh, twenty fourteen. Yep, I still remember the exact spot where I spawned in. Um, you know that gas station that's just outside of Electro. Yeah, as you're as you're running towards Chernogorsk, yep. or Chernogorsk, it was there, spawned in right there, and yeah, for years I was scared shitless of ever running into anybody. So <laughs> I didn't really man up until like a couple of years ago. But that's my the... first one point too was that Kami Wobo or whatever way down there, yeah, by uh, Prison Island. There was a railroad station you used to could spawn there. Well, you, you mentioned Kami Wobo. Um, it just reminds me of so much. Um, KD, you'd probably remember it as well. I think Jamjar used to call it Douche Rocks. Douche rocks, yeah. Douche rocks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
and the guys here always sit on there and he he, he took it personally. Oh, Jam Jar. Yep. He fucking hated people who camped douche rocks and sniped the fucking freshies. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, dude, it drove him nuts, man. I remember we we would get geared and then go back south after getting geared yep. just to fight the people who were camping and killing freshies on douche rock because it was so frustrating. Man. We had a lot of battles there, a whole lot of battles there. Mate, that, it, it's... It's one of the things that surprised me is that there's never been really a return to the meta um, of Electro and Cherno used to be kings for fucking PvP. The whole the mm-hmm. whole meta of the game back then was you start on the coast, you go inland, you get the good gear, then you come back to the coast to fight, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, triple um, uh, triple blue and uh, sorry, triple yellow on blue square. Inferno, you know, the big sniper battles, people to get up in the apartments on the hill and be sniping down, and then the hills around Electro, like there's that famous screenshot that Daisy uses of the um, person sitting down looking overlooking Electro. We've just mm-hmm. never seen a return to it. Occasionally, think, yeah. it, but it was huge, wasn't it, Archie? I was going to say, I think it's, excuse me, it's because they, I mean, they nerfed Belota and then they yeah. made it where you didn't spawn on the coast anymore. And, um, you know, just there's a lot of things that kind of played into that. They also nerfed uh, Cherno. I mean, there used to be a, those military, I mean, I guess not really nerfed it. They kind of, you know, brought some more tents uh, mm-hmm. uh, back in. But yeah, definitely, they changed the landscape, which I mean, people had to adjust and adapt to that for yeah. sure. I, we keep it saying, Katie Wolf. If, if someone recreates the the OG um, Daisy standalone map from you know, with the Northeast Airfield, old Cherno, old Electro, there'd be a lot of people who'd be interested in playing that just for that Absolutely. vibe. Yeah, I think there'd be people who would play it purely for nostalgic purposes. Yeah, and then there would be people who would want to experience that that never got to yes. originally. Because um, now. I mean, mod- the modding is great. I think the modding has literally kept the game alive. I yeah. mean, I don't, yeah, I don't sure. think it's the no offense to the developers at all, but I think modding is is what's keeping it going on. But to be able to go back and experience that stuff for the people who did experience it back then would be amazing. Um, and then to show, uh, you know, you're gonna have a ton of people that would be like, "Hey, let me show you how things used to look and where we used to run all the time when the map was original and fresh." Yep. Yeah, like. It, it's absolutely amazing, but you know, we, we can't deny that what they've done now, um, and in particular, as you say, the modders. Um, yeah, I, I, I've probably upset a lot of people, but I've always said that the modders, uh, and even the map makers, the people who are creating these amazing new maps now, they're the true heroes that, that, that kept this game alive. Um, content creators can only do so much with what we had, um, but if it wasn't for all these amazing changes that we've had, then, yeah, we wouldn't um, have anywhere near the experience that we can have these days. Well, that's it. It's like, especially these days, you know, you have more of the developers who's more forthcoming with information, the modding tools that we have access to is just a lot better these days. And it's fantastic. You know, we we are able to do so many different things, so many different ideas. I mean, we briefly talked about when it's Shinaris just before the stream started. Mm. And, you know, you know, we've all played, you know, Deer Isle, we've all, you know, we've all played like Iztec and stuff like that. You know, we've, we've played really, really good maps and there's people who's put blood, sweat and tears into it. And the only, 
Well, the reason I do modding is because I'm fucking bored and I've got nothing else to do. So. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, called, but, it's called www.pornhub.com. Uh, no, no, stop. <laughs> talk about that at the end. <laughs> oh, you 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 get the end. It's called a happy ending. <laughs> yes. No, but mo modding has definitely saved the game from a, from you know complete and utter like death back in 2018. And you know the you know on the podcast here, you know we we do a lot. We we do sing the praises of the devs and, and modders as well. Um, but you know both devs and modders can have their fair criticisms. You know, a couple of the updates, especially in the past couple of years, are a bit naff. You know, I always still hear comments about that fucking broom. It's like, okay. Oh. But, but, <laughs> overall, the game's in a much, much better state. Yeah, I, I definitely still miss the old version, though. I, st I still yeah. wish I could play 0.59 again, just to hear that old ambient sounds and stuff like that. Uh, even now, we're still. Uh, <laughs> I still. Yeah, it, when, when, look, when we say that, uh, Archie, you've got to temper it with. It'd be great to go back and play the original map with the current mechanics. What do you reckon, KD? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's tough because you know. I understand. I guess I work in IT and and I deal a lot with like project managers and stuff and so I understand from like the devs viewpoint you know it's it's hard without some like clear guidance and a clear path forward to figure out what to do with this big project that they're working on especially you know when they did com combine two engines and and all of that mess you, I get you're that. actually I'm quite good friends with Brian Hicks aren't you I used to be. That's a different story. <laughs> we we had some differing political views, uh, and yeah. we we kind of went our separate ways. Yes. But it was like on good terms. Like he, he, it wasn't it wasn't bad or anything like that. But yeah, like I get it. Like if you don't have clear guidance and know exactly what to do, it's it gets kind of crazy, especially with a big project like Daisy. And so I feel like if modders hadn't kind of stepped in and done their thing yep we would literally be looking at like a giant open world br and everybody would just want to kill each other and i think that's I, in my opinion that's where daisy started like straying from its original form was it, they started taking out elements and again no offense to the devs i get it i i know it's it's crazy i can't imagine what it looks like behind the scenes but they started taking out a lot of survival aspects of the game and it and it kind of forced people like, okay, I've got all this gear. Now what do I do? Well, I'll just go kill people. Yep. And that's it. And it slowly started not becoming a survival game. And I think when the modders came mm -hmm. in, they extended the life of the game, one. And two, they started kind of making it more back to what its original purpose was, was a, a true like zombie survival game, which is what I wanted to see. And that's mm -hmm. what brought me back into it. I, I stopped well, I was about to ask for, you what got you back into it. So th 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 that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. People were like, cause I'd be streaming other games and, and I don't, I mean, you guys know, I don't stream full time anymore. So I kind of just play yeah. whatever I want and yeah. I don't get any, any views anymore, but I don't care. <laughs> like, it's not a big deal. I'm not doing it for money or try to try to get big again, but people are like, you got to play Daisy. Like there's a bunch of mods and stuff. And I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And I started playing, I think it was, um, Man, I can't remember what server it was, but it, they had added like a bunch of survival stuff back into it. And I remember I was like sitting down, like fishing, 
and then crafting a campfire and then they had bows in which was really nice and the crossbow had been modded back into the game which is nuts to me i don't know why they would take that on the first place yeah but i was like man like i could actually start getting back into daisy again and it's what people want to see me play anyway so yeah man it's it's the more survival stuff that gets modded back into the game which is that's crazy to say right like the survival stuff gets taken out and people have to mod it back in that's that's absolutely nuts to me but the more i want to play because that's how i like playing daisy is as a survival game not as like a battle royale game a survival game with elements of pvp um mm-hmm. but you know the the, the the we have to be honest the the the, the pvp servers are king um the ones yeah. where you know yeah. five thousand times starting money and yeah. loot and god knows what else um but <clears throat> Yeah, are you, see, that's that's, that's they're missing the out in my with, opinion. I agree. Mm, yeah, that's the thing with modern DayZ as it is. So yes, it's got a really you know it's got a pretty solid groundwork for actual survival gameplay, which is obviously it's it's kind of key to the whole fucking thing. But with the way that DayZ plays and functions, it's an absolute no-brainer that PvP servers are absolutely killing it right now. Mm-hmm. And they have done since alpha days. I mean, you know, the 420 servers and stuff like that. And even more so when modding was completely, like, properly introduced. You know, it's an absolute no-brainer. And now all the servers are trying, they're trying all sorts of unique things to, 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 to compete with each other. Especially with the keycard mods and stuff like that. And vault mods and God knows what. And it's like... It's really cool, like, personally speaking. I don't like these PvP servers. They're not my kind of thing. But I absolutely love the content that these servers have, especially if it's, like, unique to that particular server. Uh, you know, the, the first keycard mods, when Marks, when you made your uh, video on Rearmed, that server, comp- it's still number one as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I think and so. And it's, like... You know, all these servers that bring something unique to the table, and it's really great to see. It's really fantastic. I've got to check them out, actually. They've just opened a server in Australia, rearmed. Yes, yes, they did, yep. yeah. So, you know, as a, as, as a modder, it's really, really cool to see what people can do with the Frankenstein engine that we have. Hmm. And it's, you know, it's that's just kind of like, you know, the, the, the creative side of me. It's like, I'd love to know how these guys are actually able to do this. It's like earlier on, um, and, and, and if Dom Graz here, I'm going to quickly check, check if he is here. Um, oh, he's not, damn. But it's like, for the past two years, I've been on and off developing the Flashlight Mod Pack. I was going on, a, on about it in the podcast uh, Discord earlier on. And I've spent the last like year or two or something like that to try and get this this particular thing to work. And after so fucking long, I managed to get it at work. And it's such a small thing. In the grand scheme of things, it's pointless. But it's so freaking cool just to see what you can do with what you can get a hold of. And then you've got, you know, mods like the Daisy Editor, which apparently is starting to become quite unpopular now on people on Twitter. Oh. Um. <laughs> we're talking, we're talking a, about that later. Yeah, yeah. But... Daisy, uh, like I said before, it's in the best state it could ever be, both, um, both with community modding, and I, I really can't wait to see what twenty twenty two, um, brings to the table. I think it's going to be really, really good, exciting. Yeah, definitely. 
So I want to talk more about um, the back in the day with you, KD. And, you know, mate, uh, uh, I know half the, probably more than half the player base now um, don't get to realise, but you got to play with some absolute fucking legends back then, man. And I just remember, like, you know, I, I said it before, um, no, nah, he's smoking a cigar, um, not a blunt. Uh, Archie loves his cigars. <laughs> no, no drugs for me, thanks. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you know, I was talking about you know just that golden age, and I remember you know sitting there watching um, the the videos and then the streams with Moon and Blackout and um, Jam Jar, and um, it pretty much seems you, LP, and Potato were just these three fucking. Crazy motherfuckers who just somehow always seem to be around doing some of the craziest shit on those guys' streams, man. Um, it, it must have been such a fucking honor to play with um, all of those guys. It was, it was insane. I I remember. So when I first started doing Daisy content, I was doing it on YouTube. I I hadn't done it on Twitch and I saw Jam's videos and I messaged him and and neither one of us were like super popular or whatever at the time. He was definitely more popular than I was, but he had already been playing with Blackout for a while and I was Mm -hmm. just like, hey, I think I could, you know, come roll with you guys. And dude, he said yes and I was so nervous and I told my wife, I was like, I'm playing with this big Daisy YouTuber. It's like, I'm I'm so nervous. I'm stressed. I'm like sweating, dude, while I'm playing with them. <laughs> and we just I I guess they love me because I was like this redneck from America or whatever. And they just thought that was hilarious. And uh yeah, man, and we kind of hit it off and and it took so, off. So from you were to them what Archie is to us. Yeah. If you were the redneck <laughs> from the US, yeah. That's that's exactly, for, uh, yeah. rural American, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. And then we, you know, we got in step with Moon and, and all of those guys, and it was just it was wild. It kind of took off from there. And but you really seem to bond it, with potato and LB. Yeah, yeah. Um we it, I feel like so Jam and Moon and B are are more of like the um almost like rp yeah kind of really like they like the interaction type content and and that's great and obviously there's an audience for that and people love that and then me and lp and dado are more just like the jovial you know like are we gonna shoot this guy that's running with us or not i don't know maybe like i still remember <laughs> one time i can't remember the guy's name but i had like befriended this dude and we were like best buddies throughout this whole play session i've been streaming for like four hours and Dato just like offs him because he does like one thing that he thought was shady and it just broke my heart. I was so devastated. But I think, <laughs> you know, for us, that was like, you had no idea if that was going to happen or not. And that yep. was kind of the draw. So we were more like the comedic relief in, in the content. And those guys were more like the more serious, like role playing. You, type you stuff. did Survivor Games with um, Potato, didn't you? Yeah, I did uh, both of them with Dato. And I think the, f- the first time. Minder killed me. Minder, I always say Minder. Minder killed me right at the beginning. Yep. Uh, with a Longhorn, and then the second one, I now, forget to put, who killed to put me. This in perspective, from memory, Minder got in not because he was big, but because he won a um, the lesser known people of Daisy um, uh, playoff battle. Um, was that? that I, was I, it? I think that's the case. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But I'm pretty sure um, that's how small Minder was back in those days. Um, that he had to and go. That was into, huge. Yeah, he's fucking massive. 
Yeah, yeah. And then I, I remember the second Survivor Games, I died first, and Dato actually cut my body up and put me in his backpack because he was yep. going to try to win. That. And, yeah. And, yeah, and, and bring me along. So, yeah, man. I think you was... guys died outside one of those brown log cabins from memory. Yep. Yep. That was it. Yep. Yep. And Somebody he was heartbroken. Me shotgun. He yep. was absolutely yeah. heartbroken. Like, we were never like, really good at that. Mark um, doesn't like um, the, the idea of the Survivor Games, but um, I remember watching them live. I remember being up at like 2 a.m. in the fucking morning here in Australia um, on a Monday morning so I could just watch them because for some reason they always did it on fucking Sundays in America, which was Mondays for us here in Australia. But I just wanted to watch them because it was – yeah, the who's who of Daisy. Um, plus, mm-hmm. the, you know, one, one after um, the first few, they started having these playoff battles where um, up and comers could enter in, and you know, basically an elimination. The winners of it would get to enter um, as a duo and go up against. And there was some some of the names in those Survivor games back then, mate. You know, you had Summit, um, Syndicate, um, uh, Lyric. Just some guys who are, you know, they're, they're top fucking point one percenters on um, Twitch to this day, um, and they were all Survivor Games broke new ground. Um, there'd been nothing like it on Twitch. Right, right, and it was weird too because I remember I would talk to those guys in the lobby and the pregame and stuff, and just be joking around because I back then I didn't know anything about Twitch. I had just started streaming. I didn't know anybody who was anybody. You know, so just hanging out and talking with Lyric and, and Summit and those guys, and then realizing later, you know, now that I'm a washed up streamer, I'm like, bro, those guys were, those were the the big guys of Twitch. You know, yeah. it's it's kind of it's wild, it's wild. You, you got some great memories though, mate, and you gave some great memories. That's the more important thing. Like I said, you know, the other three were, you know, they were bigger, um, but that was because they were more polished and, you know, their content was um, the, the the interaction focus, whereas you three were just mm-hmm. amazing to fucking watch because, as you, as you said, you know, you just pretty much just played by the seat of your pants. Um, you weren't really looking for a story out of every potential interaction. Um, you were just having fun. It was it was great to watch. You know, three mates um, just playing DayZ. Um, and the other three that I tagged in that post I was talking about earlier, um, the only um, ever thing I've seen similar was the running man, Super FT, LOL, and Barely Infected. Those three playing together mm-hmm. just, you know, they just had this natural vibe um, that cre- that was that was beautiful to watch for anyone watching it, and yeah, why they all um, uh, became you know synonymous names in the community. Yeah, I think it was mainly because we were just like you said, it was just like three buddies playing Daisy, and so a lot of people could relate to that. Um, and, and like I said, obviously there's a, a place and an audience for content and RP and interaction yeah. and stuff, but then on the, on the flip side, there's people who just, Oh yeah. Like I get that. Like that's how me and my buddies interact when we play together. So. Yep. And yeah, it, it, it makes me think of, um, we've got, um, uh, Frankie on PCs just come back, um, and mm-hmm. he's making videos, which is fucking amazing. Like I ran on a, um, an official server the other day, uh, and I met a guy who'd had the game for, um, three days, um, and all he'd been doing was dying and dying and dying. Because Frankie's videos are great, but they don't show the real experience of what Daisy is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're carefully edited, beautifully edited. Well, I'll add. Mm-hmm. Um, but for someone you know, who's watched a Frankie, you know, or a um, uh, a Mr. Moon video, and all they're seeing is these great interactions, they're not realizing the hard slog of 
you know, finding food, finding water, finding a gun, finding ammo that matches the gun. You know, you mentioned before about the brooms comment. The other comment I love seeing is I've got four guns and four different fucking types of ammunition that won't fit them. Stupid fucking game. <laughs> um, and it's like you, you're not getting what Daisy's about. And these carefully edited videos, whilst they're great and they draw in people, some people I think load in and they expect to have you know, a situation like they see in a Frankie video or a Mr. Moon video or a Mr. B video or something like that. And that's not what most people will get in Daisy. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, 5% of it is that. And the 95% of it is the struggle, the dying constantly, the getting one tapped, you know, across the map or yeah. whatever it'll be. Yeah, and it makes you know some of the guys who get uh, good content, Archie. Like you know some of your videos. Your um, um, I don't know if you've ever watched any of Archie's videos, KD, but he loves to troll people. Um, he, he's he's got two areas of content that he's fucking amazing at, and that's guides um, and trolling videos. And he does some nasty fucking shit to people. Uh, but that sounds like my kind of video. <laughs> oh, mate, you would like. The toxic soup and yeah, you know, he gets people up um and tricks them into um uh glitches that will give them fucking um you know, <laughs> yeah inf infinite health and all the rest of it, but they're not actual glitches, he just gets them to F eleven. Um <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious to watch. He actually had a video removed uh because they thought he was teaching hacks and he had to explain to BI that no, it's a it's a troll video. I'm I'm basically exploiting the idiots who do want to do those sorts of things, but yeah, those videos, they take hours to get the footage for, don't they? Uh, yeah, you honestly, like, um, it was, you would stream for eight, ten hours to get a ten-minute video, you know? Yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah, easily. that's why, I think that's why the, like, I know Boydie and I got to go back and forth about, like, the stage content and videos. I don't want to get off on that again, but even the people who admit that their stuff is scripted, um, it's just so hard to get organic stuff. And I think that's why people appreciate it so much more. I know that's why I do, um, just speaking, yeah. you know, from, from my experience, when I have to stream, sit there in my chair and sweat for eight hours and, and go through the lulls and the highs and the, you know, just to get that, that 10, 15 minutes of footage. And then, you know, five minutes of that ends up on the, you know, in the recycling bin anyway. So. Now you also got to do some of the PAX conventions as well, didn't you, KD? Yeah, I did PAX South and then PAX East. Um, and PAX South was awesome. We, uh, I don't, have you got, any of you guys been to PAX South? No. No, no I didn't go to South, no. So there was this uh, bar that we would hang out. It was like a bar restaurant called Waxies. So I went, me and my wife, when we got to PAX South, I think it's in Austin, Texas, uh, we got there and we went and picked B up from the airport. And we were like, Hey, let's, let's go out to eat. Um, cause the convention is not until the next day. And so we went and we found this place right outside the hotel called Waxies. And it was like an Irish pub slash restaurant. And we went in and it was me and B and my wife and we we're just eating, uh, what do you call them? Fish and chips. Yep. Yep. Yeah, fish and chips. Yeah. We're, we're eating that, you know, traditional British meal, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, yes. There were like people in there that recognized us and were like coming up to the table and like talking to us and asking for autographs and stuff. It was really, it was wild. I'd never experienced anything like that before. And I was super nervous and, but it was awesome. And so 
that's like I haven't been to Pac South since that one, but apparently everybody who goes, that's like the place that they all hang out. It's like Waxies, it's like the the joint where the streamers hang. But I remember going to the convention and I was super nervous. And um I had played with uh Anthony Kong fan a lot and I remember meeting him and I was so nervous. I was like drenched in sweat. I was in a hoodie because it was kind of cold, but I was like drenched in sweat. And he like gives me a hug and he's like, whoa, bro, have you been working out? And I thought he was like complimenting me, but he was like, dude, you're like covered in sweat. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm so nervous, man. This is awful. Like I was terrified. Pax East was better. Um, it was, okay, it was definitely just, much which, better. Which is the one where Moon and Chow rocked up pissed as fuck to the uh, panel with Brian Hicks. That was Pax South. Pax South. That is one Dude. of the legendary moments of Daisy <laughs> history, folks. They've got a panel with Brian Hicks, Mr. Moon, Jam Jar. I think Echo was there as well. Um, <clears throat> yep. Uh, and Moon and Mr. Chow are drunk as fuck. And Brian's trying to engage them in conversation. Moon, to his credit... Wasn't too bad, but Chow was just, you could tell he did not fucking want to be there. He just did not want, he was hungover as fuck or most likely still smashed. What's the background of that? What happened to lead up to that? So it, I, it was, I think it all went down. Okay. There was a, oh gosh, I'm going to have to remember. It was a Twitch party and but the night before and everybody went to that and the Twitch party was kind of lame. And so I think everybody ended up going to Waxies. And then I, I don't drink, but dude, everybody else did. And they got smashed. I mean, absolutely smashed. <laughs> I remember getting up. I'm all, I'm like a morning person. So I, I get up early. I got up early the next day and I'm like outside of Waxy's cause it's literally right across the street from the hotel. I'm just like looking around on my phone and stuff, getting ready to go to the convention center. And moon is out there just, just smoking, like standing. I'm like, dude, d did you ever go to sleep? He was wearing the same clothes. He's like, no, nah, I didn't, I didn't go to sleep. <laughs> And so when we got to the convention center and we're like in, we're like walking past the hall and like in the room, get, everybody's getting ready to speak and stuff like Chow, dude, he did not look like he wanted to be there. He was so out of it. He was, I, I don't know if he was still drunk or just like really hung over or whatever. He was definitely out of it. And I remember reading comments like on Reddit and stuff afterwards and people were like, wow, he looks like. He's a really mean person and yes. he didn't want to be there. Yes. And it's not, I was like, no, it's not like that. I think he just had a really bad headache and he was exhausted because <laughs> he had spent the, you know, I mean, they wanted to have fun at PAX. And so I can't blame him for it. It was just, yeah, it was, I remember that. It was really funny. <laughs> it was. So you get the opportunity to get pissed. You're going to take it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't blame them. They were having fun last night. So <laughs> that was, a, well, I remember watching that uh, panel live, but it was just like, oh man, those guys do not want to. To fucking be there <laughs> <laughs> oh man it was just funny reading the comments afterwards i was like oh, if only these if only these people knew yeah but no man it's 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 amazing the the legacy of daisy and i really hope that they um uh try to come back to some of that because it created so many amazing memories um that you know not just for the people who got to go like yourself and that um but for the for the fans of the game as well you know it was awesome seeing these panels where the likes of yourself and all that were up there talking about daisy and just sharing these memories and helping promote the game in a way that uh, it really needed yeah it's kind of it's kind of humbling when like a few weeks ago I, I was streaming and a guy comes in and he was like, dude, cause I'm, I'm the kind of person where 
my my memory I, I live very much in the moment and my memory is not super great unless you remind me of something and then i remember everything like yep. i would not have remembered all of that stuff about waxies if you if you hadn't brought it up yeah and so this guy comes in and he's like bro do you remember like this and this situation that happened with this and this streamer and you and he was like i that that was such a good time in my childhood and he's like i've already graduated high school i'm in college Holy. now i'm like I'm like, not only do I, am I like honored and like, that's, I was part of this kid's like, you know, childhood, but also feel really old at the same time. So yeah. it's, it is, it's really, it's humbling, man. When people are like, dude, I watched you growing up. Like you were, you know, I watched you when I was going through this and going through anxiety and all this stuff. It's cool, man. It's, it's awesome. What's your, what's some of your favorite memories from back then? Oh, dude, I was hoping you'd ask this. I think honestly, my, my favorite memory was, and, and no offense to, um, Dato and Patriot and those guys. Cause I, I don't think I really knew them at this time, but it was when we did, it was me blackout and jam. Um, I think it was jams go West video on YouTube. Um, and then mine, the same video that covered the same content was, uh, I think it was like, uh, our trip North or something like that was the name of my video, but just Cause the thing about Daisy and I don't care like how many people don't like it because it's broken and, and all this stuff, but you will never, at least not right now. And up until this point, there's, there is no other game out there that captures like the dystopian atmospheric style of Daisy. Like there's no game yeah. where, you <clears throat> know, all of the ambience and like the, the atmosphere around whatever area you're in, there's nothing out there that will capture like post-apocalyptic you're you're in a russian zombie apocalypse like daisy does there, there's just nothing out there there's not any other game where you can stand you know at the the top of the hill outside of electro and like look across and get that feeling there's just nothing like that so uh, our video where we went out west with just me jam and blackout and you know i remember jam was walking down um like some railroad tracks and blackout you know he's the sniper in the group and i remember just sitting you know how your character sits like with his gun when he he like kneels yeah. i remember sitting up against a tree and blackout was prone by these rocks and jam sees a guy and he goes down because they always try to have interaction of course i'm like just shoot him bro just shoot him but uh Jam goes down there and he starts talking to this guy and we hear hit, you know, we hear jam in, in our comms, but we don't hear what the other guy's saying. And you can kind of tell the way the guy was moving. Like it was, it was about to go South really quick. And I remember blackout. He's like, got his overwatch and he just snipes the guy and the dude just drops. And I was like, man, this is such a cool experience. And I didn't do anything. Like I didn't shoot anybody or do anything, but it was so cool to see like, you know, to experience from my perspective, I'm watching Blackout. I see Jim, you know, like 50 meters down this hill talking to this guy. And that's what, you know, that is like the experience of Daisy. You have no idea what's going to happen. Um, everything's on the line all the time. And that's what makes everything matter and everything worth it. And I, I don't think that there's there's anything else out there that, that even comes close to that, honestly. I just, shared, all of um, balls, I just shared a link to that video uh um, yeah, I, I still go back and watch some of those old school videos, mate. You know, Jam mm -hmm. and uh, Mr. B. Like I, I've said many a time that Mr. B in particular, his diaries and hardcore series were on par with um, the stuff Frankie was making at the time. There was a, yep, he, I agree. his his use of music was beyond par. But Katie kind of had this. Um, 
shtick running with these guys that yeah they were they were a little bit more serious and KD just did zero fucks given. And <laughs> one of my main memories is them always going, KD, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, KD, why did you do that? Was, were you trolling them or? No, that's just how I am. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, I always just want to have fun and I don't ever take anything like too seriously. And not that they take stuff too seriously, but they were like my yeah. parents in Daisy, basically. Yes. Like, they love me, but it was like this endearing love where like they knew I was going to get in trouble and they were always bailing me out of situations <laughs> and stuff like that. So, but, it, the the yeah. dynamic between all of you, mate, was um, what made it so good. It was, you know, they, you, you see some people do collabs um, and you could tell they're really just collabing for the sake of collabing. You guys were mates playing the game together and what happened yeah. happened. And that's, yeah, yeah. You, you can't you can't create that out of nothing, Archie, can you? Right, exactly. Yeah, and and that's what makes it so nostalgic for us. I think. So we have I get- definitely. Uh, go oh, ahead, sir. No, you go. I was going to say I definitely agree with him though because this game definitely has a, a charm that cannot be duplicated. It's often imitated, never duplicated. There's been like we talk about it almost every podcast. All the flash in the pan games that have tried to come along and take that like, je ne sais quoi, as they say. And it's just, it, it doesn't happen. There's, I think, exactly I think right. Dancer Jesus just vomited in his mouth a little bit here and you trying to say <laughs> French words. No, it's, 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 it's like here myself, like the way I describe DayZ, like people complain about the game, but I can stand up on top of this hill and I can chop down every single tree on the map. You know what I mean? I can, I can do, in, I can run all the way over there as far as I can see three mm-hmm. clicks away. To that we actually cabin. did There's that for a like video that. back in the day, around the time when, you know, KD and all them were blowing up. I was playing um, here in a small community with some Aussie uh, Daisy streamers, Charlie Daisy and um, people like that. You remember Charlie, do you, KD? Yep. 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 And we did um, a lumberjack party. Um, I think it might have been for his birthday or something like that, but we took axes, chainsaws when they were still in the game, and we went up to the hills above uh, Berezino, and we just cut down every fucking tree we could see. Just for the just for the shits and giggles, there was a, you know we had like twenty or thirty people, and we just ran along. And like you said, Archie, that was what we did, and it made for a fucking great video as well. Because we did a time lapse. We had one person up on the fire station in Berezino, just watching all of these trees getting chopped down. There were blokes, you know, with the sharpening stones, keeping the the tools all repaired and all the rest of it. And that was just what, what other game would make you want to do something as stupid as that. Literally not nothing. There's there's not one. And then you, there's just always a blank slate every day when you press play, you know? Yep. It's mm-hmm. just a, a, a fresh start every day. Yep. Run, die, retry, do a little better every time. That's why I just don't even get upset when and, I do, you know, lose a character <clears throat> or whatever. And even most of the time when you have a plan, 50% of the time that plan's never going to go the way you want it to. No. You run into somebody, something will happen, and you have to change your course plan. And it's, So you're always... You're always, um, you know, getting into new situations yeah. and stuff. That's great. Yep. Some some people cool do struggle things. with that. Um, yeah, it was something I had to learn was um, um, just because something didn't go your way doesn't mean it didn't make an amazing experience for someone else. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, it could be a tough pill to swallow when you get shot, you know, basically KOS. And, yeah, there's some KOS douchebags. You know, we talk about douche rocks. Um, but you just, you just never know the full story. You know, someone might have been tracking someone. Um, and you just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and just ended up getting like, one-shotted. I'll, I'll give you an example that happened to me yesterday. I'm not going to go into detail about what happened because I have a video on it coming out soon. But 
I got a message saying our base was being raided. Um, an, an ally of ours was passing through our town and saw that our base was being raided. There was between six and eight people trying to raid our base, and there was two of us trying to defend. We were defending them off all good and everything like that, and then guns. We we started killing a load of them. The gunshots started to slow down, and then we could hear snipers in the distance shooting towards our base, and we were wondering what was going on. And so we didn't dare push out in case we didn't know what these snipers were, who they were. Yeah. And it kept firing, and then about five, maybe ten, fifteen minutes later. They come outside the door and they're like, hey, we killed the rest of these boys that were raiding your base from, you know, however far away on top of this hill or whatever. I came in and it turns out the two people that were killing them were two complete random Irish strangers that were also playing on the exact same server the exact <laughs> yeah. same time we were there. And it was That's just awesome. totally unexpected, out of the blue. And the friendships yeah, really, you can really form from this game as well, KD. It's, it's, it's an amazing game. You know, these strangers you meet, you know, whether it be you reach out to someone via a message like you did or just people. Have you made any lifelong friendship in the game? Oh, absolutely. I mean, other than my the streamer folks that I play with yeah. or just like random yeah, just people in game. Other random people in that who you're still friends with to this day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of my buddies, Nick, um, I, we so we started a podcast together a long long time ago before i did youtube or or anything like that but i met him and we played daisy together and i'd never met him in person or anything like that and that was actually it's funny he's he is kind of like a big youtuber now he's kugo the mighty but my first experience with daisy was with this guy and i remember i cannot remember the exact location but there was a barn i went into and i was playing on my laptop it was like the middle of the night i was in bed laying in bed next to my wife and i have my laptop open and i'm like i'm playing and i pick up a shotgun and it was the first time i had experienced a game where everything was open world pvp and i yeah. just blasted this guy and he's like okay now you gotta loot his stuff i'm like really you could do that and he's like yeah <laughs> it's like you could do whatever you want i was like oh and this concept like my brain opened up i'm like Dude, this is this is nuts, you know. And of course, we're still friends to this day. But yeah, like that was my my first experience with Daisy, and I had been hooked ever since then. It, I mentioned before about that guy I ran into who had the game for like three days. Um, so I taught him a few basics, and I, I had a really bad run, and I ended up getting a wound infection. Um, and he he literally still had no clue about the game. But I taught him, you know, about fruit spawning under trees and. Um, chickens and how you can harvest the parts and make a fishing rod and I showed him all of this stuff um, and then we went into this house and I had the wound infection then and I was making the grunting noise and we'd already been to the yeah. medical centre and I was just like, I can't be fucked. So um, he went up a set of stairs, that, that house with the little attic above it where the stairs go up into it um, and he yeah. was at the top and I went to the bottom of the stairs so I blocked him from coming down and then I F11 in front of him um, and he's sitting there looking at me and he's going, like, what are you doing? Is this some sort of weird ritual or something like that? And I didn't say a single word to him. And I just F11. Just and all I could think, <laughs> no, I just did it with a knife. Um, and all I could oh. think was he's probably sitting there going, what the fuck? What the fuck just happened? He's probably going to remember that for, you know, the rest of his life. Because, you know, you, you remember those people who help you when you're new to the game. Uh, and this random guy who helped him and then just pressed F, he just committed suicide. What the fuck? He probably didn't even know you could commit suicide in the game because he said literally all he knew about DayZ was watching Frankie on PC's latest videos and he thought he'd give the game yeah. a try. It's, it's amazing what you can do in this game and, and the, the relationships you form with people 
who you meet in the game. You know, the betrayals, the friendships, lad, it's just amazing. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I've I've met some really good friends along the way. I've joined some really, really interesting communities before, you know, getting involved in modding. And Daisy, like, you know, we were talking about before, no other game has even come close to being that actual Daisy killer because what Daisy offers, you, as Archie said, you can't duplicate it. You, you just absolutely cannot. And that goes for both like the, the atmosphere and the vibe of the game, but also the connections that you make with other people. Like what other kind of game can you right now literally you just you spawn an electro, you hear a bunch of bloody gunshots going around, it's like right, okay, what's fucking going on? You you, you run into the town trying to get some food and then you see like an absolute spurg rush of people just like trying to get this one guy who's like camping in like the hospital or something like that with an yeah. AK. And it's like, and then you meet people along the way who, and you make, you make some really, really good memories. And like, I can't think of any game that actually lets you do that at all. Who's going to get emotional over there? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Though. Yeah, he's right. Like uh, I would say 50% of the people in my discord um, are people I met in DayZ that I just I didn't have gasoline to feed them that day, so I ended up being <laughs> friends. You, know? you are spared for now. But you you just made me think of something, then, Archie. There, there, there is um, one of the disappointing changes they made was that you can't um, force feed. Um, uh, what was it again? Um, you alcohol can, tincture. Yeah, alcohol tincture and disinfecting the people anymore. Now that that was almost like a bit of a ritual back in the day, wasn't it, KD? Yeah. Oh, you're new Dude. to the game, are you? Yep. Here's something to drink, or let me give you this, and then you'd poison them, or uh, even doing it to your buddies. Is fun too. Maybe, maybe they took that out because they're going to add in some new way of force feeding people. Uh, I mean, that would uh, be interesting. Conspiracy time. That's... It's Tim Fat Hats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no, please don't. But no, it's Daisy. It's like. It's it's really good because one day you can just be like the no like you can't you can't just be here or you can try and help everybody as much as you can, you know try and keep safe. And the next minute you're an absolute asshole who'll just eat anybody and everybody. You know, it just depends and on your mood. Huh? Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's it's brilliant. Like we uh, well, I've got a friend group who we used to absolutely bash the living hell out of Daisy like last year, the year before. And it would be like every single night or every other night it would be like, right, okay, we're, we're, let's find a server, let's go in. And it would be the case where we'd instantly run to a trader, get kitted up, and then we'd just go out to find the biggest base, the biggest group, and just shit them up just for like maybe 10 minutes at a time before we get absolutely destroyed. And we just go back to the trader and just do whatever. And it was stuff like that. It was like... It's it's funny. It's 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 great, and it's 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 something I really like looking back, uh, looking back on. So you know, Daisy's just man. It's a it's a good it's a good fucking game. It Give might have tissue. had a really. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, if my eyes do if my eyes do water, I'm genuinely absolutely shattered. My eyes are burning right now. So I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no oh, other game geez. either that that really gets your your heart pumping like Daisy because mm. 
Oh, yeah. everything matters no matter yeah. what all the time everything matters there's no you know unless it's a modded server and there's a safe zone you know anywhere yeah. else true every everything matters like all of your gear matters anything you pick up if you, if you lose it you lose it i mean that's how it, the only only that's other it. game that i think that kind of comes close is eve online but even in eve there's safe areas in daisy it's just you know you never know what's going to happen you have no idea yeah, yeah. in my experience yeah. it introduced gear fear you know like there wasn't mm-hmm. you know there because i mean people compare it to to escape from tarkov but even then you can ensure that stuff you know like there's right. nothing you back you know, yeah well the only insurance you have in daisy is that maybe it won't get ruined and maybe your buddy will dump in the bush and you can run back in time but most That's likely it. not <laughs> Yeah, I, I think too. Games. Go on, go I'll on. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead. That, and that's the thing with like a lot of games that tout themselves to be like Daisy Killer. They 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 take the Daisy formula and then they change it into something that's just not recognizable at all. It's like people saying at one point that Rust was a Daisy Killer, and Rust is a com- completely separate being altogether from it. And you know this this new game that's going to be coming out maybe day before. Yeah, fucking the scam before. Um, <laughs> well, that's just like, all. You know, people yeah. people are always going to try to capitalize on that 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 gap in the market, that hole. That oh it's yeah, just, it's not going to happen. You know, I mean, I'll be the first one to admit it if it does. But there's been so okay. Many. So basically, what you're all saying is that um, everyone um, who, who tries to imitate Daisy will fail. And I agree. Yes. Yeah. But no, no, maybe not. Maybe they, they, not. There could be one that comes along that's, you know, on par, maybe, but it's never going to imitate the charm, you know. That and that's why about. I think it's good that these games like Rust, they've done their own spin on it. Scum. It's yeah. done its own spin on it. They're not trying. Sometimes they, they, they say, like um, Thomas Love um, behind Scum, um, he's, he's been, you know, there's a few tweets out there where he's basically saying, you know, we're, we're better than Daisy and all the rest of it. I don't like it when they do that. Um, yeah. I, I don't like people doing the whole my dick's bigger than yours thing. Um, but Scum is still an amazing game. I don't know how many of you have tried it. Um, I, I enjoy it. I haven't played it in a while. Um, you know, there was that patch there where I was playing it quite regularly, streaming it quite regularly. But it's different. And that's one of the things I like about it is, despite what they say, the game isn't Daisy. It's it's a, a, a MMORPG version. Yeah, you know, you've got skill attributes and 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 skills right. that you know make you shoot better or that make you hard at the spot. Whereas Daisy is just a level playing base. The only difference yep. is your skill as a player and potentially your internet connection, the power of your computer might give you a slight yeah. advantage over someone else. R- other than that, RNG, yeah. RNG that, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, everything's a level playing field. When you think of it nowadays, like all games have skill-based matchmaking in them. But the only kind of, I think, genre that might not, that shouldn't have any skill-based matchmaking in them is literally the survival genre. It's yeah. like when you go into like a Daisy server... They're not putting you up against people your same skill level. You could yeah. go into people that are twenty times better than you, or you could go into people that have just picked up the game. And I like <clears> that fact about Daisy, and I think that's one of the things that makes it unique is that it's but not. It's, one but of it's these. a game that also rewards your um, experience. Like um, I got in a lot of trouble uh, some time back when I interviewed Mister Moon, uh, and the topic of the Running Man came up, and I called the Running Man the Everyman. 
Um, and he got a bit upset about me calling him that. But my whole premise with it was, now, you look at someone like Smoke. Um, Smoke is a PvP god. The guy could probably play fucking esports level um, in some of those games. Toprek's the same. Toprek is just a phenomenal PvPer. The Running Man, when you watch him back in the day, he wasn't a phenomenal PvPer. He was decent. He was good. But... He's so damn good at the game because he's persisted with the game. He's gotten better. He's got the experience. He's got the skills. And Daisy allows people like that to rise up and be able to hold their own. You know, it's not just a game where it's about how, um, how good your mechanical PvP skills are. You look at um, uh, another guy I mentioned earlier, Super FT LOL, one of the best flankers yes. in the business. The guy has an emote, the FT flank. Um, he's killed so many people <laughs> by... Um, outsmarting them and that's the beauty of a game like DayZ. it's not just purely mechanical um it comes down to your map knowledge like you'd, you'd yeah. remember watching deadly slob back in the day katie wolf um yep. him and aces fury they had a call out for every single blade of fucking grass on the map mm -hmm. um <laughs> I, I would listen yeah. to him talking and there he's, he's over by um saddleback and i'm like what the fuck is saddleback and, but those two played so well together they just instinctively knew the call-out locations for, to me, that's going a bit too militaristic and hardcore. Sacriel was another one. Sacriel back in the day was a very militant player. Um, but if, if Daisy's, a, it, it, no matter how good you are mechanically, you can still die to the biggest fucking noob if you don't pay attention. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I shout out, I don't know if you've heard of him, um, Katie Wolf, Vigilante Gamer. Um, done a lot of tactics videos of Daisy, and he really gets into the psychology of, you know, um, how to approach dangerous areas. And it's not a game where you can just charge in and go all guns blazing. You can if you want to, but you're going to die a lot. Um, Daisy's more of a um, uh, a cautious game. Yeah, you, you freaks of nature like Smoke and Toprek will generally always come out on top because they're just so fucking. Um, insanely godlike with their PvP skills, but you can still, yeah, like Yon was saying in chat, there's a massive psychology element to DayZ that a lot of people forget about. The nerves, the That's shakes. True. I still uh, yeah, get them. That, and, and knowledge is power too. Like you're saying, you know, some people, you, you got to know which windows of which house you can jump through. You know, you got to know, um, like if you go into brig or whatever they call it, prison camo, everybody has a different call out for it. You can jump out the window in the mm -hmm. office underneath the stairs. You know, a lot of people don't know that. And then you can flank the guy who thinks you're trapped in the building. You know, you just jump out the window, run around and smoke him. A lot of people, I mean, that comes yeah. from, you know, playing the game, Actually, watching the know. game. Like there's, mm. there's all sorts of little parkour things, you, you know, there's stuff like that, little strategies. You're right. You know, that's, and that's another dynamic of the game in itself. But, you know, people who've got good um, gun sense, who've got good, uh, hunting hunting backgrounds and things like that. Like, I still remember that video. I think it was, was it Sweet or was it... Um, we showcased a video last year where he um, someone had a clip, uh, you know, one of those shorts on YouTube, and it was, okay, so if he's down there, then the shot most likely... Sour. Sweet, and the, most, the shot most sour likely came from behind, turns around, and there's the guy right behind him. And that comes down to experience, map knowledge... Um, just basic understandings of where would I be if I took that shot, uh, if I was going to shoot a person. And you, you, you can't get that instinctively playing this game, can you, KD? That comes from years of experience.
Yeah, I I remember um, a few weeks ago when I just started getting back into playing DayZ, and I had not played in like a year and a half. And it was weird. I was playing Trenaris, and people were asking me in chat, they're like, how do you know where you are? Like, I was in the middle of the map, just running a direction. I was like, man, I don't even know. Like, I just remember it from, yeah. from spending hours, you know, over 3,000 hours running around for eight hours a day because I literally played DayZ yeah. for a living for a while. You know, it you just know all the map as well as you know your hometown. Yeah, because, I mean, you can be the best mechanical... <laughs> skill player in the world but if you know if i can take a flank route and get right behind you there's nothing you can do if i shoot you in the back of the head mm -hmm. so yeah you're yeah. you're absolutely right it's that's it's a level playing field um and and the more you play the better you're going to get at it and the more you're going to learn the map and have map knowledge and and know like what bushes you can hide in and you know how far away they render and, that's and i was just like thinking that, that. I, I died yeah. to that just um, yesterday. Um, oh, sorry, not yesterday, a couple of days ago, playing Winter Churneris. Um, mm -hmm. And to, I, I made a simple mistake. To me, I, um, it looked like I was in shadows um, and in a bush. And yes, the bushes aren't great. But I said to myself, but they render indifferently at a distance. But I forgot about the fact that I wasn't in shadow at a distance. The shadow just didn't render. And this guy just, um, he two-tapped me, knocked me unconscious. Yeah. And then I got up and he knocked me again. Um, and I'd already killed his mate, and I was waiting for him. Yeah, it was probably about 20 minutes later. But persistence, experience, he he outflanked me. I thought I had the uh, superior flanking position, but I didn't, and I chose a stupid you spot. Can, uh, you could be like me and come back after a year off of playing Daisy and not realize you can tie yourself up with rope and... <laughs> Knock two two fully geared two fully geared guys out at Northeast Airfield and then try to tie one up while they're unconscious and tie yourself up and then one wakes up and just kills you. Yeah, that's uh <laughs> But you would have laughed your ass off. You would have laughed your yeah. ass off. Bro, that was so brutal, man. Oh man. That's but, hilarious. Yeah, I, love I, it. I, I hope it's on your YouTube channel. It is. Yeah, I put it on Reddit, too, and people are like, wow, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of the things I love about you, mate. You don't take yourself seriously. There's a lot of people who, you know, they, they'll only upload the stuff that makes them look good. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. but Daisy is one of those games where um, uh, one, of, one of the things they love doing in my chat, mate, is scaring the shit out of me. For a guy with mm -hmm. nine years' um, experience, I served in Somalia, you think I would have better nerves. This game absolutely, <laughs> literally makes me poop myself at times. And I've got a lot yep. set up so that they can try and scare me. Um, but, you know, th th that's part of the beauty of this game. It brings out emotions in... You know, it's, it's why I don't enjoy watching a lot of the, the really great PvPers, because there's no emotion left in it. I get a kill in this game. I am, fuck yeah. I am hyped. Yeah. I am fucking jumping up and down. And you know, it's, it's even the same with other games like PUBG and that. Watching the pros play, when they win a chicken dinner, yeah, you watch someone like Shroud when he was playing it, there was no emotion. It was just, you know, oh, yeah, I won again. Whereas... Up to your gaming. I, I, whereas when you watch the, the more average people, I love that emotion. And this game, I'm just picturing in my mind, I haven't watched that video yet, but your reaction when you tied yourself up. Oh, man. It was just, yeah, it was, it was hilarious. People were just, they thought it was so funny. Of course, chat... Chat like they never let my ego get too big. Like they always yeah. just make fun of me. That's a, you've got a good chat. You've got a good community then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, don't yeah. Blow, they don't blow wind up your ass. They keep you honest. Where's Dude, I can hit like a thousand meter. Yeah, I could hit like a thousand meter shot, and they'd be like, 
that was all right, I guess. Not, <laughs> it's supposed not, to be okay. good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Fucking well, casual. We, we have our resident um, person who keeps our um, egos in balance, Ike, but he hasn't turned up yet so far today. Um, but yeah, he, he, he's, he, he's, he's got a, uh, uh, pet project of keeping me fucking well grounded. He loves to insult me. Oh yeah, every single stream just takes the fucking piss out of you. It's great. <laughs> yeah, see, there's another one. Sarah Moore is um, great for his emotions. Even Toprek. Toprek is one of the most emotive people uh, playing this game. For someone who's god tier at his PvP, smokes the thing. They 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 could just be the sort of guys who run around and just smoke everything in sight. Uh, for want of a better word. But they're just as happy being on the the coast of a freshie um, having shenanigans. Um, you know, Toprek does these videos where you know, one of his most memorable ones I've ever seen is where he hides in the garbage pile um, with the crossbow when oh, they were yeah. still back in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good video, isn't it, Archie? The high school over in uh, Severograd, yeah. right? And he's, great, he's laughing he his ass off. Even, uh... He put on the silver bomber so he looked like a fucking trash bag. Yeah. That was and he could just run because that was when that little church chapel thing was behind the yep. the high school that had the unlimited bolts for the crossbow. Yeah. yeah. That's that's nostalgia right there. I will say though, like the the thing about PvP, like sometimes like I forget how many hours I've got in the game and you know, I I'll think I'm not I'll forget that I'm really decent at PvP just because I don't really PvP anymore. I'd rather just like, you know mess with people you know mm -hmm. it's more fun to just like psychologically attack this guy as opposed to running in there with a double barrel you know <laughs> i don't know that's I, that's again more dynamics to the game but you know that's i noticed hope wreck and, and a lot of the other guys it seems like they're getting bored with the run and gun now they're starting to yeah, troll which I, I I love seeing. I love seeing, and you know, um, we talked about dynamics before. You know, you tope wreck and um, minder and the boys, um, uh, wicked and the rest of them. Yeah, you know, they've got another great dynamic. That's a bunch of mates who are playing together. I have to ask though, KD, has has your style of play changed um, since you've come back from what you were back in the day with the boys? Um, I I think, and I think this is a result of the way that the games content has gone i will get to a point where i i think back in the day because i streamed all of the time i did try to interact with people when i could you know i wasn't just kos all the time and now i'm i'm kind of at least if it's not a very well modded server i get kind of bored and i think a lot of people do this and they're like okay well i guess we'll just go kill people now because there's not really anything else to do yeah. and that's that's been a frustration for me too and why i'm i'm so grateful for modders is because of all of the like you know like i was saying earlier all the survival stuff that they've taken out of the game you know a lot of people now and like you guys were saying the big servers are the pvp servers but i think that there is an audience for you know just straight up crazy pvp and br type modes but i also think people don't really know what they want and a yeah. lot of the people who are coming into this game and just thinking that it's a pvp game and and kind of like an open world br they haven't experienced like the survival aspect of the game yes. because so much of that has been mm -hmm. gutted from it by the devs and like i said again i understand project management and and software configuration and all this stuff i get it and and development 
but at the same time it really does suck that it's steering more away at least the base game the baseline game is steering more away from survival and well, more into there's actually a bit of hope there's yeah. a bit of hope um happy bombs mm-hmm. is another um uh daisy streamer um and he's probably one of the pillars of the daisy community the guy um never gets into drama um a little bit of drama found him recently um but we won't really talk about that but he's actually just started a more hardcore style server um, and it's fantastic to see because he's got his other servers, and I tried out zero. Um, <clears throat> zero, which one did I jump on? Um, zero one. Is Tech, I think it was. Is Tech, I jumped on the Is Tech server, uh, and it was pretty much just PvP. Everyone was just running around shooting each other, and I was kind of like, oh. But he's decided to also launch a more hardcore, lower loot and a few, um, you know, uh, carefully selected mods and things like that. Um, there's another server, Churnerus has fallen, um, which is extremely hardcore, um, more survival <laughs> focused. Um, I know that there's another project um, that I've been invited to that we had the um, guys on for the Christmas episode, Genesis. Uh, Genesis. Uh, you might want to check oh, that yeah. one out, KD. That looks incredibly fucking um, like they've, they've got underground bunkers um, that you can build. And it basically um, it, it teleports you when you enter the bunker to the bunker. Um, so it's not actually putting the bunker directly underground, but it's just a way that they've overcome the limitations of what they can and can't do. Um, so when you create one, it just randomly creates a, a bunker somewhere and it teleports you between it when you come in and out. Um, and what was the other? Um, they've got a base raid alarm raid, uh... that will send you Discord notifications. Um, saying oh, your nice. base is... Yeah, so they're really coming up with some amazing ideas. Now, there's another map I've been invited to play. I'm not allowed to stream it, but I'm going to actually mention it. It's basically... The, it's making use of the new Raft mod. It's a it's a series of islands, and you have to travel oh. between the islands to keep finding enough resources to survive. And the Ooh. islands... Um, like, the message I got from my mate Spud was him and his teammate that he's playing with. They're lost at sea. They've got no uh, idea where the next land mass is. Uh, it's got the Catch Rain mod added. Yes, they took Catching Rain out of Daisy. Oh, fucking that one that frustrates me. Um, but yeah. they're, they're surviving at sea by fishing and catching rainwater. So there's been a few fights over rations and all the rest of it. But I can't. I haven't had a chance yet, but I can't wait to get on and play this server for the survival experience that... Yeah, it, it's a bit like Stranded Deep, or I think there's a game called Raft, um, and these guys yeah. are surviving out at out at sea in Daisy. I love what people are doing with the Daisy engine and coming up with these novel takes, whether it be Escape from Tarkov style servers um, or these more survival um, hardcore. You know, have you played the Long Dark, Katie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful I, game, isn't I, it? I love it. Yeah, it's a fantastic game, and I think to your point, I, I think that people don't really know what they want and if if you can give them that survival experience especially the people who are just like all hardcore pvpers i feel like they'd be more addicted to the survival experience than they would the pvp experience most of them and that would keep them coming back because i know when i jump on a server and there's just guns everywhere and loot everywhere i'm i'm bored in like 30 minutes yeah and i'm ready to just just stop playing daisy so i think that if if we can get back to that, I think that Daisy would be around for for a lot longer than just. It's, it's a hard PvP thing to do or... though to create a good survival server. I tried it mm-hmm. and I failed with my Dean's Bean server. It didn't ever took off uh, because mm-hmm. 
creating the right balance of hardcore is the challenge. You can go. Right. I, I went, you know, for want of a better word, I went autistic with it, um, and it was just wasn't fun for a lot of people. Some people enjoyed it, but it was only a handful. Combine that with the fact it was based in Australia, it was never going to succeed. Um, so you, you, you've really, really got to be careful. There's really no audience for it, though, and I know everybody likes to say there is, but there's just such there's so many people trying to fill that void with the uh, hardcore server and there's already established mm -hmm. hardcore communities that aren't going to be dethroned that's right now because because well doug i mean they're they're struggling along really i don't mean they're going to come at me for that but i don't care that's just the way it is they're a great server um but <clears throat> right now with the uh, the changes to the steam community uh, there's a lot less hackers in vanilla so people that want the vanilla hardcore experience can just go play it over there vanilla is hard you know what i mean a lot of it these is. hardcore servers aren't even hardcore like dump Growl will sit yeah. and talk to you ad nauseum about that you know uh that, that if you want the hardcore organic experience go play on vanilla go play on official you know it's uh -huh. you don't really need these like, I mean, I get it. I like, but right now, like they're bringing the survival elements back in, you know, the snares are back. The fishing traps are yep. back. Uh, the, the uh, wound infection, the broken legs. The only thing really that we're missing that from the old days, I think uh, besides Indiana Jones, red nine, there is, uh, <laughs> is the bows and crossbows, man. You know, I mean, and, and, what are the, what are they going to give us after they give us that? Then what's everybody going to be waiting on? I get besides ragdoll, but I, I, think, I want I the crossbow back so bad. Yeah, I think Volume I think the experience clothes. is there. Oh yeah, there you go. I'm waiting. I was waiting for that one. I think the experience <laughs> is there though, man. If you want the hardcore experience, especially if you have Livonia, go play Livonia vanilla. You're not going to run into hackers. You might run into some guy glitching, you know. But it's wait. It's and you um. Sorry to interrupt, but you just said about Steam changing something about. So hackers are not as um, frequent on Vanilla. What's all that about? This is the first I'm hearing about it. Basically, basically <clears throat> over Christmas, the main part of Steam was banned in China. Right, yeah, I heard about and, that, yeah. Yeah, and because of that, uh, the Chinese players aren't able to play you know, play games. Play we, games. We've got to be very as, careful how we word this or we'll be called racist. Uh, yeah, you racist. They can they can call it xenophobic all they want, but I mean, there's no. There's, it's removed there's, a large portion yeah. of hackers mm -hmm. uh, and cheaters from the game. Yes, that's just I mean, facts. Yeah, and that's not just right. not not to generalize, right? I know we're obviously, Marx obviously. was trying to bait us into that one. I could feel it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the content so I can get another hundred thousand view video. The podcast host call out China is a. Okay, now this this is how I go up, boys. This is the second time around for Archie. He can he can tell us what we need to do. Archie did a video I was, uh, KD that was yeah. called High Pings, and his argument was perfect. And he, he used the word High Pings and he spelled it H A I and then Pings, um, which sounds kind of Chinese. And some people got their knickers in a twist about it being racist and all the rest of it. It wasn't. He was talking and about and, the and, fact okay, that these and, people from and, China were joining servers yeah. and they would have a high ping, ping which gave in them. Retrospect, I will say it was, it can be, it could be like perceived as insensitive. And I see that in retrospect. But, you know, then again, I'm a grown man and imagine being a grown human being and being upset about a word. You know, yeah. dude, that's, that's I, I half of, so. 
I, Typically, I think, when I, I stream, think friendship is forming here between Archie and KD right now. Yeah, because half of my stream just turns into political conversation oh, and yeah, yeah. how ridiculous and sensitive people are. And and I've had people come in and they're like, "Oh gosh, I don't want to hear about politics and all this stuff." I'm like, "Dude, we people have to be able to talk about this yes. stuff, man. Like that's the biggest problem in modern Western society is that people can't talk about this stuff because if you disagree with somebody then you're immediately like excommunicated you're racist yeah. you're xenophobic whatever you know you're a bigot whatever and that's yeah. not how it is right like Conform it's not, to oh, my ideology or be ostracized from my group that's exactly that's, that's, it. Exactly. that's what people have got to remember is that just because we disagree doesn't mean we have to hate Look for the you know, the right. fact that it's great. If, if if you're surrounded by a bunch of people who all they do is say, yes, you are right, yes, you are right, yes, I agree, then you need to expand your friend circle. You yeah, need to get people who disagree with you. That's the thing, though. And, I, I mean, we're going to get off the rails here, but when you talk about that, that's just echo chamber BS. That's where mm -hmm. people are comfortable because they don't have to have their beliefs challenged and mm -hmm. they don't have, they, they can sit there in their state of, you know, cognitive dissonance and, and it'll never be, uh, you know, challenged by anyone that's anyway, I don't want to go there. I'll, I'll, I'll apologize. I feel like I took it there. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a great um, thing because yeah, it even applies to when it comes to Daisy, you need to be um, mixing it up with um, people who play differently to you as well. Um, you know, because mm -hmm. otherwise you get bored. You see so many people. One of the one of the things I hate saying is Daisy's boring. No, no, it's not. You're boring. You're the yeah. person who's boring. If you're getting bored with it, find something else to do. There's, it's a blank canvas. If you can't look at a blank canvas and think as even as badly as I draw, but if you can't look at a blank canvas and think of something to go on there, then then you really, really need to. Um, it, Get some life experience because there's so many yeah. things you can do in this fucking game. From yeah, look at look at the um, the, the people we've got on here. Archie, you're best known for your base rating. That's your fucking thing. Archie, he sees a he sees a base mate. The pants are off, dick in hand, and he is fucking raid tooling his way into that. Uh, me, yeah. I'm the you know the, I'm the guy who you know, KD, you're going to be off fighting with fucking potato and LP. Come back and I'll have a nice hot meal ready for you boys. I'll have been out hunting and crafting a fire. And she's domesticated. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the base bitch. I'm happy when I've got a base to get organised, and yeah, you know, that's why Moonshine, my mate in chat, yeah, you know, me and him get along so well because we love organising things like that. Marks, Marks is um, yeah, he does a bit of base raiding as well, um, but he's more of a PvPer. Lad, he's into the fucking modding side of things. Um, yeah, he's our technical guy that we turn to. Everyone on this show brings a different strength, um, so that we're not just you know it's not just four uh, PVE elitists or four PVP um, KOSs. It's you know we've all got different views and we disagree um, quite often. But that's one of the yeah. things I think that makes yeah. this show, lad. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good point. I mean, even even when we're not streaming. We do, um, we do discuss quite a lot of things about the game and the community, and we do agree to disagree. And there's a lot of things that go on. We talk about, um, and it's it's good to show that with different backgrounds and different aspects of how intertwined into the community you are, if you can agree on things, that's awesome. Cool. You've got like-minded people who like the same things you do. But if you can take that mature step, be like, okay, like, I like hardcore survival, the, that part of the game, but you like 
you run and gun PvP. Not my kind of thing, but I can kind of respect it. And you, you agree or disagree, and that's 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 the good part of it. Some people take a little bit too far, but I mean that's just it's just human nature, I suppose. Really, when it comes down to it, so you know, like it, it, it is what it is. So yeah, there's almost no common ground though. Like if you're talking about like gameplay styles though, like say poor <clears throat> lad saying I I like the hardcore survival, and he hypothetically likes the run and gun. It's hard to find a server where you can compromise and we could actually play together these days, Mm -hmm. in my experience, because it's either one extreme or the other. Best thing to do is hop to a pure vanilla server. I was about to say that, yeah. I agree. I agree. I 100% agree. And now's the time to do it. It's kind of weird, Katie. You were saying um, that for you, it's more about finding those good modded servers. Pretty much all of us on here, it, it was a slow process, but it kind of happened around the same time. We've actually gone back to. Um, and yeah, even a lot of the people who I play with were actually craving a more vanilla esque experience. Um, mm-hmm. There's a server here in Daisy, uh, sorry, in Australia, Daisy Down Under. They just created a vanilla enhanced um, uh, couple of servers, and they're just very, very lightly modded. A few things that we wish were in Daisy, but no over the top mods. They refined base rating, um, made it so you know you can build anywhere if you've got a flag down and. Um, <clears throat> A couple of extra belt attachments, yeah. just yeah, you know, some nice little things like mm-hmm. adding in um, auto run, um, but nothing over the top because yeah, we, we've been playing nonstop for a better part of eight years, most of us. So it, it's kind of weird how people go through that loop of um, yeah, when modding first come out, oh my god, we were wetting ourselves, fucking the mm-hmm. things you could do, and then it was like, okay, I've done modded, let's go back and check vanilla. Actually, fucking vanilla's in a pretty decent state. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, it's got it's, some it's faults, really but it's it's comes. Adam Adam in charge um, has been the best thing for Day Z. I'm sorry to the other people, but Adam Sumrak, um, I know there's people who don't agree, but he's just been phenomenal for this game. Absolutely oh, yeah. phenomenal. Oh yeah. Have you tried Thank the most yet, actually, KD? I have, uh, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and it obviously it reminded me of the Arma mods, of course, because didn't that that's where them all started, right? Was in Arma yeah. mods, Arma yeah, two. Arma yeah. two, yeah. And I I freaking loved it, and I thought it was a good balance of kind of a smaller map, but there was still a lot of stuff you could pursue and and try to get as you know kind of end game, if that makes sense. But yeah, I, I really really enjoyed them all. I still get um, a horrible pain in my stomach when that fucking name gets mentioned. <sighs> hey, hey, Boydie, you're you're gonna hate me, man. But I actually have to to call it. I gotta go. No worries, mate. No. Um, just quickly, um, Charlie Daisy um just turned up in chat. Um, Ben Castles. Um, you know, I just said to him we were just talking about him earlier. Um, from back in the day. I, I've been I've been trying to get him to um, play Daisy again, KD, but he's he's just still not feeling Daisy, man. Why would he stop? Probably the same reason I stopped. He just moved on to bigger and better things, mate. Um, but yeah, he tried Daisy again, but he just he couldn't do it. But KD, thank you so fucking much, mate. You did tell me that, I think we've had you longer than you um, uh, planned okay. to be around, but it, once you get talking, it's kind of hard to stop, isn't it? Yeah, I'll have to come back again to where we can just go for like hours and hours. Just so everyone yes. knows, Katie has a gala on tonight, as he told us. Um, 
<laughs> you miss it, Archie. He called a gala a gay a gala, and he's like, "It's all dudes." And then the jokes came out about it's a feast of sausages and beefcakes tonight at his gala. Yeah. It's the first time I'm I'm wearing a suit, so hey, I've never mate. I've never worn a suit before. It'd be the first time I ever worn a suit. And I also want to say, mate, um, I'm loving the positivity from your Twitter account. You know, in particular your um, uh, exercise um, uh, stuff that you've been posting um, a lot, uh, dude. You've oh, got some, you've done some serious fucking gains, man. It's, it's good to see, bro. I've been. I've been grinding. I got addicted to it and like lifting weights and stuff. And you need now to work I like on those legs, stop. mate. You got little chicken legs. <laughs> you mean go. skipping leg day? You got to fit week, this, bro. Dude. <laughs> <I know. laughs> dude, it's funny. The first jacket that we got, they fit perfect except for the arms. The arms were too big, like or too small. I, I, I we had to order another one because my yeah. my arms are too big to fit in this. We get it, bro. You're swole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just flexing now. He's just flexing. Yeah. Uh, no, but man, I I really appreciate you guys having me and and like I, I said, next you time for I... coming on, mate. You're an OG. Yeah, you're definitely. an OG. So John Chinaris even said it in chat, mate. You're an OG of Daisy that not a lot of people these days remember because this is going back. You know, like you said, you, you've got people reaching out to yeah. you who were in school and now they graduated, probably fucking married and all the rest of it. You know, this is a long time mm -hmm. ago, but um, some of us don't forget, mate. Some of us don't forget. And thank you for so many amazing memories over the years, buddy. It was great watching you and the boys. Just, yeah. Fucking KD, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm honored and, you know, I appreciate you guys having me. And like I said, I, I would definitely love to come back and be able to talk a lot longer because I was really getting into a lot of this conversation. Well, man. We've, we've, awesome. got, we've got yeah. to tee up. Um, I think it'd be great to tee up a time and try to get as many of you, uh, you know, Moon, Mr. B, Jam Jar, KD, um, LP and Potato. It'd be great to get you, know, you guys together and just let you guys just fucking reminisce and talk shit. And yeah. I would um, love that, man. I would love it. For those watching the uh, VOD later, I'm going to have links to uh, KD's uh, Twitch channel and his YouTube channel. It's just KD Wolf um, 77. Um, check him out. He's, he's and his Twitter is fucking great as well. Even if he does manage to upset people, but that's a sign of a good Twitter <laughs> account. <laughs> All right, lads. Thank you again. All the best, mate. Thank you. See you all. Have a good Look night. Look after yourselves. Y'all too. He's he's such a nice guy, Katie Wolf. Um, yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of his and. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's good to see one of the OGs coming back and enjoying Daisy again. Mm -hmm. Definitely, it's it, it's been it was really nice to get to know him to talk, and hopefully we can get him on in the future um, to really pick at his brain a bit more. I want. I want. I don't know. I've known Boydy for a long time. I don't ever. I don't think I've ever seen him fangirl that hard before. Oh, <laughs> honestly, honestly, the Katie Wolf, Potato LP, uh, Mister Moon, Mister Blackout, Jam Jar. Um, I, I'm just such a huge fan of those guys. You know the 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 memories, Mister Blackout in particular. Um, if you if you want to, I I did a five hour drinking stream with Mister Blackout uh, on a Spotlight interview and. <clears throat> The guy is so down to work. Um, he's just absolutely phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, it was like drinking. Yeah, you know what it's like, Archie, when you run into an old army mate that you haven't seen in years. It was like running into one of them, mate. Um, but just the guy was so easy to get along with, not a hint of ego or attitude. It was one of the best interviews I've done, even if I can barely remember it. 
I was shit face rolling fucking drunk by the end of it. Um, <laughs> definitely worth a look if you want to see what a drunk boy he looks like. Because by the end of it, what I could barely that? hold where, my head up. Where do we find that YouTube? You said the spotlight on Mr. Blackout. Oh, Mr. Blackout! I did watch that a while back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh I, I haven't done a drinking stream since, and I won't ever do one. Because um, <laughs> I, I was fucking hurting the next day, mate. I was hurting so hard. Oh my dear lord. Uh, although Barely Infected did uh, tell me it was a bit disappointing. He really wanted a serious interview. And it kind of, we, 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 we did end up doing a lot of shenanigans. <laughs> the, the interview went way off, way off rails. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Ones do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, we mentioned it uh, before. Um, well, actually, no. Uh, the first topic on the agenda massive, massive achievement for DayZ 50,000 oh, concurrent yeah. players. Yep. Fucking finally. <laughs> the the, the ironic thing is, bad. it was almost a year to the day that they hit a concurrent peak record last year as well. Yeah, it's yeah, been a, it, yeah, it's been um, it's been on an upward trajectory. You know what? I honestly think uh, the Christmas holiday, and I think a lot of that is owed to uh, Frankie coming back, man. I know oh, it might hundred percent because yeah. he's getting millions of views. And that's just people that are, you know, that haven't touched the game. I mean, the, a lot of these people originally picked the game up in the first place because of the the, the guy's content. So I think and definitely. Also, um, it was fifty percent off on every platform. Yeah, yes. I mean, the they, they, they've the done, perfect. they've done, yeah. they've definitely the sales helped. They have done those before too, as well. And like I said, it was the holiday season, but I do think that that guy coming back. I say oh, that yeah. guy like he's like anyway. Did you guys see that, that uh, Magic the Gathering card I made? I didn't understand it. No, I didn't. Serious. You didn't understand it? Um, let me no. see. Was if that I can... the Frankie and PC one? Yes. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, so similar. Magic the Gathering. I've never played it, but I understand the um, game. Um, is uh, basically you, you you play these cards and um, they give you certain effects. And the, the, the Magic the Gathering card was uh, play Frankie and it adds 25% players um, to your game. Oh, you made that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was great. Oh, I think I saw it on, on Twitter or Discord. Somebody shared yeah, it. Yeah, I put it on Twitter, I think. I think I shared it in the uh, podcast Discord as well. I just, mm -hmm. They certainly put it, you put it everywhere. I think it was on Reddit as well at one stage, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, you know, just something for shits and giggles. Yeah. Um, Mark's new video. I don't know if you guys saw it in the, in the boy. If you saw it in the <clears throat> group chat where we gossip about everybody behind their backs, but I, uh, just kidding. <laughs> I was on my Google uh, feed, like when you open your your browser app on your phone on iOS, and Mark's video actually popped up. So if anybody, it's trending Daisy right now. His new one that he put out. Yeah, it was. I was, uh, was backslapping him for that. That's really, really proud of him for that. <laughs> I was, uh, mm. was shocking to actually see it there. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know if it was just coming mm. up because you watched my videos or how that works. But it was I'm going to be completely honest. I I'm in a completely different Google account on my phone than I am on my PC. So I don't think it had anything to oh. do with that. I think it's just maybe it's trending with people who like Daisy, and the video is doing numbers anyway. Like I said, it it's, is, just a, it's, just, it's just a travesty that it has that thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be working, though. But, yeah, that's the card yeah, I made. 
So, you know, these sorts of games, you summon um, a creature and it adds an effect to your deck or something like that. And I thought that would just make a funny um, thumbnail or something for um, summoning the legendary Frankie on PC will add 25% player numbers to your game in 30 days. Um, That's and clever. You, when you look at the uh, Steam charts, um, just bringing it back up now, in the last month, you know, it's gone from 34,000, um, was the peak around then, and yeah, 51,000, so about a 25% increase. And just to get a bit more tactical, it was um, number 25 exactly in the t- all of games, or Steam's yep. like, games. It was twenty top 25. Right now, I've just looked at it again, it's 21 at the moment. Ooh, wow. Top 21. I was thinking about this, and we, we touched on it um, earlier on when we were chatting, that all of these AAA games are coming out, and almost to a, to a game, every single one of them has been broken on launch. Icarus, um, uh, Battlefield 2042, um, Call of Duty fucking Vanguard or whatever it was, they've all had major you. major faults that have pissed people off. And you know, people are just, you know, Frankie coming back, it's almost like the perfect storm for a game like DayZ. Frankie coming back and making amazing videos on it, as unrealistic as they are to what the vanilla game is, but it's still... People, there's people out there who've never heard of Daisy. There's people who've forgotten about Daisy. You know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I wear Daisy merch out quite often when I go out. And people are like, yeah, oh, Daisy, I haven't played I that game in years. And you're like, mate, it's still going. It's going stronger yeah, than guy, ever. I wore this to the bar the other day, and this guy was like, oh, I played Daisy. You know, I was yeah. like, yeah, there's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, like, yeah, it's, it's actually becoming kind of mainstream now, which is weird coming from people who've been playing it for almost a decade. It yeah. is. It is odd to to see. Like even I saw JLK tweeted the other day. Like even video views of the game in general across all of YouTube are like way up. Oh yeah, I'm, you my know, ad, well. my, I'm like not bragging, but like my ad revenue is like doubled this month, and I haven't put out a video since like the beginning of November. You know? Yeah, November is like yeah. November's and December's ad revenue were off the charts. Eight uh, eight thousand six hundred people watching Daisy right now on Twitch. Yeah, I mean, you could take those numbers or leave them. I trust YouTube's better, but still, that's still a lot of people. And as uh, as DOJ has said, you just got to remember, it's still a dead game. Yeah. You know what? uh, Number one dead game. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a top 21 dead game. What I, uh, again, you know, one of my, um, one of these days I've got to pull my thumb out and I've got to start learning how to edit properly. Um, But, one of the things I want to do is a video just talking about why Daisy um, has survived. You know, we've got Rusty here the day Daisy died. Um, Those clickbait titles, man. I remember, <clears throat> like, I think it was J-Con a few years ago, like four or five years ago. He put out a video. It's like, Daisy is not dead. Or so, I, I think that was the name of it. I'm probably like mis- misnaming it, but... Mm-hmm. And then he basically was just like so frustrated with people saying the game was dead, you know, but it was just at the time, even back then, it was just like a clickbait title because it knew it either people either love it or hate it. Mm-hmm. And either way, they're going to jump on board, you know, and I even I even met a Daisy's Dead video. Yeah, you said That's that right. before and you got rid yeah. of it. Yes, I still have it, but it's just private. Yeah. 
It's just cringe. <laughs> and but then see, it was like I met that video like... and then sorry, go ahead. No, go on, go on. I was gonna say I met that video and then like two months later point six three came out. So I met that at like the best worst time ever. Oh Charlie just said in chat he's making a video about that right now. Good. Someone needs to. <laughs> um because it's it it's 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 fitting that Daisy is you know, the ultimate zombie game, it just keeps them coming back from the dead. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it got down to the low, low numbers of 3,000, and it's back up to the so highest it's ever had. Too. Yeah. Yeah, so they, yeah. And then the thing, <clears throat> like uh, people were saying, I, I was seeing some, I don't remember where, I was in a Discord or something, people were saying that it's unfair, the, the experience that Frankie on PC is selling uh, for people who are coming over to DayZ. And I disagree because if you look at all of the, you know, 100, 100, I will say quarter million plus YouTube subscriber channels that are putting out DayZ content, they're all playing on those super modded, you know, GTA Z servers anyway. So they're not selling the actual experience either. The thing thing that kind of bugs me about Frankie's videos is when when you watch like JLK or any of these, you can join those servers that Mm -hmm. they play on. You know, they might have a queue or whatever, but you can eventually join them. The ones that Frankie play on are private servers. And even if you want to play on those servers, they physically can't run. It almost reminds me more of the the old Gary's mod, like the source videos that people would make, like those little, the series. I don't know. They're they're still entertaining, you know, but it's, Mm. yeah. See, like when people these days, they're going about Frankie's content and setting an unrealistic um, view of DayZ, he was doing exactly the same thing as he was six, seven, eight years ago. And I can fucking guarantee that a lot of people who play Daisy now, who are OG, played yeah. because of yeah. his videos. He made the game yeah. relevant back then, for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Exactly. And it's, and it's yeah. like, I, I, I've never understood that argument because, yeah, sure, you, you're going into Daisy, it's not going to be like these videos. But it's a it's a game where you can make your own experiences. You yeah, don't need, it, it like, could these, be like those these... videos if you wanted it to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it could do. It could be, yeah. And it's like that's it. And it's you know, as I've always said before, Daisy is a canvas not only for modding but for content creation. And you know, if you want to be the kind of content creator who, you know, you you, you upload videos where it is genuine, organic. Um, gameplay of your experiences for that week, for example, that's perfectly fine. Go for it. More power yeah. to you. Likewise, he's not making any qualms about creator. that, though. Yeah, exactly. He's got and this in the description you know, of his videos. Videos may contain yeah. a mix of live, public, um, private gameplay, mod, script, story, acting to show the best of games. Clips may not be chronological with some inconsistencies. Hopefully, you won't notice them. But if you do, uh, they aren't a trick. Just an attempt to edit the video more entertainingly. Sometimes press accounts are used to save time. In games requiring them, servers are always set up privately for use by friends, friends of friends, and some YouTube members on Discord. Um, Even the amount of work that goes into that, like just to get those perfect shots. Yeah. Sanity. Oh, yeah, it's insane. Insane. Yeah, so I get your point that it's hard for, um, you know, there's people joining and they're expecting Daisy to be like what Frankie's showing, um, but they've just got it. It's... You can't fault the guy. He's just making entertaining content oh, that, that, for a living. That wasn't no, the point no, I was trying to make. No, no, no. Oh, my. no. 
No, I just I saw I, that the other day, and I don't think it was a fair point that was trying to be made because, like I was saying, the, has something at the end of his videos as well. Um, I wish he would go back and rescore his old videos and re-release them because yeah, you talked about that before. A lot of people don't realize yeah, just how badly his videos got hit. Yeah, you, you can't like get any of the context when I talk about like the cow, like the I can't remember the name of the cow that was in the video with the and they made like a statue of her in the new ones. I'm yeah. probably butchering it. I'm, but it's been so long. That must have been. Um, he posted the, the the thing at the end in his um. That's a like an armor three video. He puts them in the standalone videos. It's, mm, it yeah. it just tanks who this like there. He just tanks who um helps him make the videos. I basically. loved this. I loved this when I saw it. And this is one of the things that puts him above um a lot of other creators. Is um you know just the the, the shout out to everyone. Um, that you know, it's a good use of good use of presets. Uh, preset like assets yeah you can get those on premiere pro and people are actually using them that's cool mm-hmm. back in a sec i'll let you guys keep talking yeah it's gonna leave us leave us on uh on that note <laughs> <laughs> well see that's the thing it's you know i I've, I've got i mean i don't watch his videos i mean just because i keep fucking forgetting to i don't have time i but, wish i did yeah, Steve the cow. That's what it was. But yeah, Steve. Yeah, I, I I give mad props because I understand how much time and effort goes into creating content like you know Frankie does, and he he's very meticulous for details. And it's really really great to have him back, and you can definitely feel the changes and and, and the impact he's had on the game for the best, definitely, and. You know, there's there's some genuine competition now for that kind of content creation, which is fantastic. It's always always really really nice to see, and now it's like you know, you got different kinds of that kind of um, storytelling content that you can cater towards, and you know, more power to them. You know, really really fucking happy with it. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of really good content creators right now. I'm just happy with what we've got. Because there was a while there where there was such a lull. Every video was exactly the same. They're all exactly mm. eleven or ten minutes and eleven seconds, and it was just the same. Like they they had the gotcha in the beginning to make you stay to the end, and then it's like a lackluster finale. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just, like like yeah. that Marks guy. Yeah, what a twat. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> oh I, my uh, god, that reminds me. I've done I've done that once. I've done that once when it was like 1.05 was an experimental. I made a video like that. And this is before I got into modding and mass commented on it. And he said how much he fucking hated it. And it was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit. And now we're like really good buds. It's like, what the fuck? Oh yeah. God. It was so cringe. It's had so me um, thinking something. Um, and I totally derived my train of thought. Irritable bowel guys. You don't ever fucking want it. It's a horrible, horrible fucking disease. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah. What, what were you just talking about? Um, Frankie and how he uses the names at the yeah, end of with the Yeah, with the, um, the standard of um, uh, the videos these days. It's, yeah, we're, we're, I mentioned before how um, it was a tweet by R. Diddy. What was the golden age of DayZ? I think we're at a golden age right now. 
to be honest. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think the golden age, as much as, you know, I, I know I look back on the old days, Survivor games and all the rest of it with rose-tinted glasses, and I do acknowledge, marks that, you know, if we brought it back, it might not be um, as great as it was back in the day. Um, so, you know, there's, there's part of my brain that says maybe some things are best left alone. Um, but right now, we are in another golden age. You know, we've got the likes of JLK. He's making content that's on par with Frankie, in my opinion. Um, you know, not quite as heavily um, modded and edited, but the, the level of production that he's putting out um, is amazing. You know, the guy is is going for quality over quantity. He's not just pumping out videos to meet the algorithm, um, keep that um, fickle beast happy. He's When he puts out a video, I normally don't watch long videos, but I've actually started watching all of his because they're just, he's got such a beautiful narration style. And he's not the only one. There's so many people out there who are just, I can't watch it all. There's so much I want to watch, but I just can't watch it all. There's so much great quality content. You know where I'm finding that now is not with Daisy, but with Rust. And you, it can kind of, the two can kind of mix together. Just The Rust and Daisy content creators are very similar. You know, like you have JLK mm -hmm. and somebody like Blueprint, for example, who make the same kind of storytelling videos, but on two different games. I've never played Rust, and the only videos I've ever watched were Stimpy's. But yet I was going in here watching full hour and a half long videos of Rust and watching them the entire way through and like being just stuck glued to these videos because they were so addicting. And it's going to be the same way for people who might just see Daisy for the first time. Might not know much better, but mm. they're addicted to these videos. Yeah, that's true. I've, I've never played. So I've, I've got about 12 total hours in Rust, and I've probably got about you know 8,000 in watching Rust videos. Yeah, yeah. Rust, watching Rust is better than playing Rust. There, that's it. Yeah, I don't have to deal with the the yeah, the players. The the, the I've actually, um, if I may, and, yeah. I've uh, I've got to I've got to run really quick too. My wife, uh, has, she's locked herself out uh, of her office, oh, and I've got to run over there and get it really quick. Um, yeah, that's fine, mate. On. By the time I get back, I'll be back. Please excuse me. Sorry, guys. That's um, all good. I, I took the spare key off and let a friend borrow it, and it's biting me in the hind end right now. So, <laughs> no, I got to keep the wife happy, mate. All right. I'm going to be in chat most oh, likely. Okay. And if you guys are still on when I get back, it's only about five minutes away. Yeah, we'll be oh, on, mate. We're me, only sorry, on the first guys. topic. But yeah, it, it, right, it well. is a golden age right now for Daisy, Marks. It's just amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you're, you're seeing it with um, even the um, views on your videos. You know, you've got that one getting close to 100K, um, which was yeah. just the, the hot, yeah, where you talked about what we discussed with Scotty. Um, and it, it helps when um, the DayZ account retweets it as well for you. <laughs> they actually didn't yeah. retweet the video. The only time they ever actually like interacted with it was when they done it in the um, the, the post today. Spotlight. Yeah, but even still, like it's it's crazy. I would, the thing about making videos is you always dream of a video. You know, the video you're making hitting a hundred k views or mm -hmm. a million views, something like that. But you never. You never go in expecting it to hit 100k views because if it doesn't, then you're going to be really let down. It's going to be, mm -hmm. and so I was going not expecting it to hit it. And then when it, hit, when it hits them or is about to hit them, it's really, uh, it's a nice feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, I, I know that feeling. But still, yeah, it's, uh, it's nice. Especially when you make a ship post video and it gets 1.2 million views. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's fucking wild. But yeah, I know what you mean. Now it's, it's, it's good that you, that you get out there and you make that content, though. You fucking, you fucking get that. You, you get that dough, bro. You get that dough. 
Mm-hmm. Now exactly. we we talked about this before. Um, you called it the scam before. <laughs> oh, the scam! Yeah, not a fan. I'm interested to see what they do. The idea of being able to run around in a big city with skyscrapers and all the rest of that sort of stuff. Not going to lie, that that interests me. That really, really interests me. It's got such um, vibes of um, you know the uh, Last of Us slash um, the Vision. Is what it reminds me I of am Legend, um, and yes, uh, even my son when I showed him the trailer, he said um, it looks like a lot like the Division. And I said, yeah, I've been seeing people comment. Um, it looks like a cross between the Division and DayZ. I've looked into the company. They've really come out of nowhere. They're mainly known for like little mobile sort of games or something like that. But that's one, what worries me. One comment I've seen though is Nvidia teaming up with them. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't say anything about the quality of the game at all. Because More Nvidia likely, has yeah. sponsored games and touted games. And they are absolutely god-awful. I have no hope in this game. It might look great. It might look fantastic. But I, I've got a feeling that it's just going to be utterly terrible, gameplay-wise. Or at least, I've, like... I've got no hope for it. You know the way, buddy, you were saying that it could be this open-world kind of thing. I think it's going to be... You're going to be limited within a city and maybe some little outdoor patches around said city, and that's going to be it. Like, you're going to be kind of trapped. You're not going to have a, a full, proper, open-world experience, if that makes sense. Well, the website calls um, it an I'm MMO. Definitely, I'm definitely interested to see where it goes. Um, I'll keep an eye on it, but do I have my hopes up for it? Not really. I could be wrong. Uh, if if this game comes out and it's the greatest thing ever, I'll lift, I'll raise my hand and say that I was wrong. But I just don't. We've been let down so many times before in the past that I don't have my hopes up. Yeah, looks like dead matter. It means the division Archie saying in chat. Um, yeah. But yeah, you you go in and you look at their website. They they really are making it hard for themselves. Um, where's the there's not a lot of info. There's not a lot of info. Um, an open-world MMO survival set in a deadly post-pandemic America, overrun by flesh-hungry infected and survivors killing each other for food, weapons, and cars. You wake up alone in a world you no longer remember, setting out to find answers and the resources to survive. It's, you know, like, are they doing it on the new um, Unreal Engine? Um, Is there a release date for this game? June is what I'm still saying. June. Christ, for that like, coming out in June, they don't have much footage, do they? Like I said, I don't have much hope for it. The, every single gameplay trailer, they've shown something very, very, very similar. There's very scripted, new, very railroaded. Yeah, it's very Yeah, and it's yeah. like... I just... No, nah, I... I <laughs> I, I don't have any hopes for it. Maybe down the line they'll actually come out with like, I don't know, 60 minutes of like genuine footage or something like that. That would be pretty nice to see. But I can, I can, I can almost sense that when it comes out, it's going to be a buggy state. 
It's not going to be finished. It's going to spend the next three to six months doing patches and then the, the, the support. The developer has and two Apple, games, Radiant 1 and The Wild 8. Mm, Never heard I, of I either mean, of them. I, I hope, don't get me wrong, I hope I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. But with the way that, um, the, way that the games industry right now Virtually every single like new game that's come out is no, is nowhere near finished. And yeah. to be fair, like even the even the the history, and this is going to be a positive here. Just because they've made two mobile games doesn't necessarily mean anything. You know, let's just put it this way: um, Hello Games, the first game that they made was Joe Danger, mm-hmm. and then they made Joe Danger Two, and then they made No Man's Sky. Yes, sure, the game was terrible at launch, but, but look they at stuck it now. With it. Yeah, it's one of, yeah, the, it's one of the best games that you could probably get. You know, it's a fantastic game, and it's got a really lovely atmosphere and a really really nice community. But it's like, I don't know. I agree. I, I agree with Scarcely. Just that. Imagine you lived in a world where no games were coming out. At least you wouldn't be disappointed. I, I'm, I'm, I'm realistic. <laughs> Yeah, it could be. Yeah, we've seen AAA companies um, absolutely bomb fucking known IP like Battlefield and that. Um, but I'm not going to judge them. Um, I'm concerned about you know some some of the things you guys have said about you know, the the very heavily scripted videos and that. But um, of course they're going to shine their game in a in a good light. Yeah, you you look at the trailer yeah. for um, DayZ. Um, yeah, that showed you doing things that you couldn't do. Um, mm. I think I think uh, I remember a trailer where you suicided with a fucking chainsaw. Yeah, the game's full relief now. You can't do that. The chainsaws aren't even in the game. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm I, I want I, I want it to be good um, because it's going to be different. Um, I don't think it'll be a Daisy Killer. I'm not going to say that at no. all. Um, no, but no, it's going to be another. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people who get uh, the blinkers on that Daisy's the only game. There's other games out there, you know, Seven Days to Die, uh, Project Zomboid, um, Scum, um, Derp Matter, um, Dead Side. You know, there's other games out there for people who want something a bit different to the Daisy experience. This looks like it's forging some new ground. Like I said, I really do hope that I'm wrong, and I do hope the game does become successful and it's actually polished, but. You know, fil- film me why. Uh, well, how does it go? Film me once, shame, shame on, on me. you. Film me twice, shame on you. Shame on me. Yeah, something like that. And it's like just being scorned too many times by games these days, and I, I just don't have any hope. But fingers crossed, and I do wish the team the absolute best because we all know how difficult it is to make a fucking game, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of pressure, and the pressure's even more so now that Nvidia. Is on the ball, so the the only way we will see is when a beta or an alpha or something comes out for this game. When we see that, we'll know. It'll be either a yes or no. That'll be it. When we see a honestly, beta or an alpha, that'll be it. Honestly, I hope they don't do either. I hope when they release the game, it's what they intend. Oh, I highly doubt that. Just look at every other game out there now. Yeah, Pro- Project Zombo is popping as well. Um, look at that. Mm. How, how old's that game? I have no oh, idea. God, I've that never heard of it. It's fucking old. It's as old as DayZ. DayZ, yeah. 20, 2014. 
Huh. Look at those, look at those player numbers. Look at that. Just a flat line, 1,000, 2,000, and then bang, it's hit the meta. You want to know why that is? Because we've introduced play. multiplayer. Uh-huh. The game was never multiplayer, technically. You could get it to work, but it wasn't properly supported. Now they have a beta branch where you can have multiplayer up to uh, 16 players, I think. I'm not too sure. And it works brilliantly from what I've seen. And that's why people are buying it. It's great. Yeah. Scum's not doing too well. But even Scum's all-time peak is uh, more than Daisy's. 68,000 yeah. when it first came out. That's it. Got to 28,000. Um, but it's at 15,000. That's healthy. Um, what yeah, else have we got? That's a, that's a decent number, yeah. Oh, Ross, Ross is, is off gonna the charts. Hundreds. It's, yeah, yeah, it's off the charts. Russ has always been, like, fairly healthy. Rust appeals to the more arcadey um, people, the ones who aren't prepared to, you know, get so invested. But, yeah, 154,000, it's doing... You know, so many people have said the survival genre is dead. It's not. It is not, and it is... I don't think it ever will be, to be honest. There's, there's something about it. Um, yeah. I think the, the, gener- the genre that's kind of dying out now is the FPS kind of shooter genre. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What's Deadside doing? I think Deadside's pretty much not, dead. Not dead. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Deadside is living up to its name. Fucking dead. All-time peak of ninety-five hundred people. Jesus Christ, that's bad. But it's still in uh, development, isn't it? Couldn't tell you. I don't know a single thing about Dead Side. Neither do I. Dead Matter isn't even out. It's not even on Steam. I don't think. Yeah. Dead Matter is well, literally dead. Now Daisy is just killing it. So congratulations to the team. Um, Adam mm. and the rest of the team should be so fucking proud of what they've achieved. Um, and. It's it's so good seeing that bit of a plateau as well. Um, and is is Daisy hiring even more people now again on yep. top of what they were already hiring? Environment artist and a senior programmer or something like that. A senior a art senior design, artist. senior artist. Yeah, that's the one. Is the environment artist probably for Livonia? I don't know. Or I are can they tell going to expand Chernerus? Oh, no, it's going to be for Livonia. Don't fucking be like, oh, Chinaris. No, it's Livonia, I'd, right? Okay. I'd love a Chinaris update. Oh, imagine they just added, like, oh, it'd be sick. And, and be we sick. all know the perfect person for that job. That's cheese. Yep. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's worked on another map. We, we both are, yeah. With Archie. See, he, and, uh, see Dance, Dance, Dance Jesus would be the person to... Get onto the dev team and revert everything back to 0.63. And then 0.62. Or 0.62, and then they'd have to sue him to get him out of the company because he ruined the game. <laughs> First thing he does when he when he joins the offices, I want to release the 0.62 map. Yeah, exactly. But he'll be wrestling he'll... Adam on the floor or something. Yeah. But there's a lot of people I'm, upset I'm a... um, still about the fact that they won't um, look at remote. 
Uh, yeah, man, fucking, it's just tough shit. It's annoying, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, hey, it seems, seems to be working either way, like, and it seems like with the player base doing so well, it seems like they keep getting extra funding, so. Well, that's what it, like, had, you know, right? well, that's it. Bohemia is definitely starting to realise that, uh, They've got three vacancies. Environmental yeah. uh, environment designer, senior artist, and senior lead programmer for Daisy. And that's it. Like, Bohemia has finally realized after all this time that Daisy is profitable. And the more that they invest into it, the more they're going to get back out of it. That's it. I know people like to to shit on the game, and that's perfectly fine. They like to shit on the team. Like I said, you know, they're not, uh, they're not um, exempt from criticism. No, no. What's this up in Thailand? Unannounced. Onboarding in the Czech Republic, landing in Thailand. Uh, that's probably going to be Armour 4. <laughs> the the, the main map's going to be in Thailand. <laughs> well, the way I, oh, read, no, the way I read that is onboarding in the Czech Republic and, yeah, what Dancy Jesus just said, they have a new studio there. They've got a studio in Thailand now. Mm. Cheaper work, I suppose. Thank, <laughs> thank Tencent for that. But... Uh, but no, I'm I'm like I said, I'm I'm proud of them and you know when the new updates come out obviously we'll be first to both praise and critique those updates. I'm looking forward to one sixteen. And the roadmap. Yeah, it's, that it's, should be out soon, any week any yeah. day now. Yep. Yeah, well, any week now, yeah. I haven't really been thinking too much about it. I'm just kinda like it'll appear when it'll appear. I'm but, waiting um, for it so I can make a video on it. <laughs> yeah, you've probably already got like the fucking footage already sorted out. Just oh, prepped, I've footage for days. Footage for days. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, yeah. it's, it's going to be a good year, and I, I hope that the, the the player count keeps going up. I really do. Have you guys seen these? Yeah, I, I bought two of them. them. You bought two of them, so it was you. I asked her um, if she'd had any orders, and she said two. So it was both um, by you. Um, and I she's got one. other designs that she's working on. I won't say. I'll let her release them. Match is amazing. Um, but how good do they look? Yeah, they're amazing. I bought one of each, one of the canteen and one of the uh, things as well. So I will, um, when I get them, I will unbox them on the show. I'll save them even if they arrive midweek. I won't. I won't open them until we the podcast, and I'll do it on the show. I'm just, sh I'm just sharing the um, link to them, folks. Um, if anyone wants to order them, I think they're beautiful. Um, I've actually asked her to uh, make a custom one for me. Um, it's going to be my slash hat um, that I'm going to put on my escape key. Um, but oh, yeah, sick. yeah, I'm mean, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Um, so. Absolutely amazing. I'll, I'll try to remember to put a link to it in the video as well for anyone, uh, but they're over there on the Etsy store. Um, 
she's just so she's so some people I, I say this often some people sicken me with their talent mm-hmm yeah um they're really good um they are expensive but of course they're going to be for the limited quantity and how long they take to do and stuff and handmade. i did not paying the money for them yeah yeah and Match is such a lovely person as well. She's just she's a stalwart of the Australian Daisy uh, community as well. Um, the the better half of Fubar Bundy. Um, I, I always so I always wonder how a guy like him managed to get a girl like her. <laughs> uh, I wish he was listening because he'd invade the chat right now. You should talk. It. No, they're really nice. So I'm a big fan of them. Um. Now, this was a question from Foxy Pope. What is Endgame for you in DayZ? We sort of touched on it a bit earlier when we had um, KD here um, about, you know, you get to a certain point and then it's like, well, I think I've done everything I want to achieve. What is Endgame for you two? Get an M4 killer bear. That's it. I really don't have an end game. I, I, I really struggle to... You know, sometimes I'll, I'll start with a mission. Like, Namolsk is an easy one. End game, get to um, uh, Lantria. Uh, yeah. But I, I generally don't find I've got a, um, an end game when I play Daisy. Yeah, it's just pretty much end game is when I die. And then I yeah. start again. Endgame Daisy is when you start Daisy using electrical repair kit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you know you've really run out of things to do. <laughs> what about you, Marx? Endgame. I don't know. I don't have one. For Daisy. I know that might sound weird, but I don't. I don't have an endgame, I don't think. It's a hard game to have an endgame for. Which I think is what a lot of people yeah. struggle with the game uh, or why they struggle mm. with the game. It's like, well, what am I meant to do? They're used to being told, you know, well, oh, this is what you do when you pl play this game. You know, your objective is to kill this person or to unlock this or to, you know, launch a nuke or something like that. But DayZ, there is no end game per se. You can, you know, there's, you could say that there's certain things that, um, you know, like for me, um, for me, it's finding my Slap Chat, a pair of red punk boots and, um, a blaze and a decent AR of some sort, and then I'm kind of happy. But even then, I'm, I'm I can still always come up with things to do. Yeah. So I said, I don't think it would, mate. Would hyper difficult missions be good end game, or would that ruin the Daisy's anti game? The Molsk is the classic example. It's not easy to get to Lantia. Um, you know, when you consider everything you've got to do, the modules and all the rest of it, and then at any stage, unless you're playing on a private server. You could be killed by someone. So I, I think for certain maps, there's nothing wrong with having an objective. Yeah. The beauty, in, the beauty of vanilla DayZ, just for ex this example, is that end goal is what you make it. Yeah. Simple as. Like, DayZ's just so, like, so open-ended. Your end goal could literally be, like, have, like, God knows, like, you know, as much bullets to to form a fucking militia and all the guns in the world in your base or your end game could literally be get to the west either, could the southwest side of the map. 
something like that. Like it could literally be anything. Like mine's just to get an M4 and to kill a bear. It doesn't have to necessarily be with the M4. It's just yep. the M4 is the best weapon in the game, and the bears because I want to kill Chuck. I haven't Leave seen Chuck him alone. Yet. He's done nothing to you. He's a twat. <laughs> <laughs> But, no, I think that's the beauty of Daisy. There really is no end game unless you want to set one for yourself, a clear objective that once you've done it, you know, some people, <laughs> um, um, they'd love to get geared and then go to the coast and just kill themselves and give it all to a freshie. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. You could do whatever you want. Yep. Yeah. I think I might have annoyed Dancer Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, something I did want to share, we didn't do an award show, but um, Daisy Underground did do one. Right. Um, and I found it quite um, wholesome. Um, they had the, um, what is the Daisy Underground Awards? Think of the Emmys or the Oscars, just for the Daisy Underground community members. We have picked 10 categories, both for characters and community members, to be decided and voted upon. Um, Voodoo, thank you so much for the follow, buddy. Um, and, yeah, the categories of nominees, protagonist, best good guy, um, antagonist, best bad guy, character with the best development of 2021, uh, most impactful death of 2021, best Reddit story, because um, they've got a whole Reddit where people can do their um, character yeah. development, you know, their um, out, of, out of character or whatever they call it, the, you know, tell their stories and expand on it and that. Um, best media, best video or art. Um, contributor, a Doug person that has contributed the most influencing content, either through streaming, art, videos, screenshots of stories and et cetera. Um, Doug MVP, the most influential member who has impacted the community in and out of character. Uh, best admin or moderator. Rookie for, the, for that fresh face who has impacted the community in such a short amount of time. Um, I'm not going to go to the um, um, winners. Um, I'll let people, uh, I'll share the links to that as well. Um, I'll let people go and find that themselves um, yeah, and read through it. But I just thought it was a, a really cool thing to do. I know awards can be rigged and all the rest of it, um, uh, but for the most part, I just thought it was a really nice thing to do. And one of the things that, you know, yes, I've, I've been hearing of some issues and all the rest of it, but one of the things that sets Doug apart from a lot of other communities is they do a shitload of, um, you know, they really run it well, almost businesslike. But you have to. Mm -hmm. Doug's always had that reputation. Um, with everything they do, it is, you know, I wanted to get into Doug at one point and to get into Doug, you have to make a Reddit account and do all that kind of stuff. And they didn't, they, I, they failed my whitelist. So I was like, oh, fuck it. There's no point. And it's like, not my kind of community, but it's impressive that they've stuck around this long and they've done something as nice. The as original, really nice the gesture. original community server. They were the very first mm -hmm. ever community server. Yeah. So, you know, props to them. Absolutely props to them. And it's really awesome that they have given back to the community through this. Um, it's really, really nice to see. I'm happy about it. It was, it was just, it was a nice thing to see. Um, and I haven't heard of any dissent from people. I think they were all just happy. Um yeah, I did go through and I read the... Um, I might just... Um, member of the Doug Modding team, Dr. D-Sync works on and tests the Doug Mod 
to make sure it's ready for release. He puts the final shine on just about anything shipped out by the team with unique images for both the workshop and the loading screens that can be seen when joining the Daisy Underground server or anywhere else using the Underground mod. It's a nice short, um, you know, there was uh, the uh, most impactful death. One of the oldest, longest-lasting characters of Daisy Underground has now passed, and in such a way it has sent ripples through the community both in-game and out of it. His death may be the end of an era, but Tor opened many chances that new stories. Just about anyone who has a solid footing for their character can potentially dive in and attempt to uncover just what happened to Toronto, why it happened, and who might be responsible for his downward spiral. You know, it's, they're, they're really going for that role-play um, side of things, but the, the thing is, it's organic role-play. It's not forced. The only, thing, the only rule that they've really got that I remember around that is don't ruin it for others. So just go along with it. And I'm not a big role player. I struggle, um, you know, with that sort of stuff. But I'm happy to go along with it for someone. And, you know, some people can't. Some people find it cringe. Um, just don't play on the server then. There's plenty of other servers out there that mm. don't have it. But just don't go on there and ruin someone's, someone's experience. As I said, it's only whitelisted to two days, and that's on the weekend off memory. Um, but, you know, you, when you're in, someone, you're in someone else's house, play by their rule. Don't go there to be a dick. Um, yeah, they just need to work on the whitelisting process. They're a bit funny about it, but that's always been a thing with Doug, even from the early days. It was always hard. It took me ages to get into it as well. Yeah. Well, you didn't um, flex your content creator privileges, buddy. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm so huge. I'm just such a massive, you know. That said, no, like, he oh my God. is small. 3,000 subscribers. We hit it before um, uh, the end of the year. I was chuffed about that. I was really fucking chuffed. Yes. Um, so really thank you to everyone happy. who subscribed to the YouTube channel. I really, really appreciate it. Um, that was just a nice little way to see out 2021, um, <laughs> hitting 3,000. I know that's pittance compared to the big guys, but for me, that was a big achievement. Uh, uh, I actually went and looked at my um, stats and I'll see if I can bring it up. Um, fuck, I need to get better at using this thing. <laughs> I'm trying to find subscribers. Oh, back, back out of that. Go to the dashboard again. If you're looking for gain that month, it'll be right underneath your subscriber counts, or you can go into analytics, I think. Go to analytics, left-hand side. Like on the dashboard, and so scroll down. Yeah. There you go. I can't see it, but um, I've had the, the 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 largest growth ever in the last. Um, I think that's it. Yes, that's the one I was looking for. Um, no, I can't work out how to do it, but. Yeah, it was it was just really really nice to see. I'm I'm terrible with fucking that sort of stuff, but it, it was really really nice to see um, us hit that mark and just yeah. But it was it was also like I said, it was really cool to see Daisy Underground doing a nice little awards show for their community 
uh, or was it a show, so to speak? It was just on their website, but it, it's great yeah. seeing people do. And yeah, you know, other other established communities should um, look at doing things like that as well. Yeah, you know, it's a great way to um, you know get your community feeling like they're appreciated. And that's it, and that's that's what uh, that's what successful communities do. Because without uh, the players, they wouldn't be there at all. Mm-hmm. Now a bit of stream. Sorry. Before before we continue on, I am sorry to say this, but I am going to go. I'm not feeling too well because I'm really, really, really tired. So I'm going to go That's get some good. sleep. Good night, sweetheart. And thank you, baby. Mm. Dictate princess. <laughs> well, you, no, but it's you, been really, perfect really timing to go because everyone. you're going to leave me and uh, Marks with uh, his favourite content creator, Devin Nash. Oh, fucking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's no, been really risk. nice coming back on the show. It's really, really nice to see some familiar um, names in the chat. Love you all. Really hope you have a good week and a weekend. Yep. And we, I will see you next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'm a bit more awake. Who? Do, uh, actually, I'll find out. Anyway, you. Uh, <laughs> fuck! I am tired. Take care, everyone. Love you all. And uh, see you later. Okay, buddy. Enjoy the rest of the podcast, lads. Goodbye. We will do. So there's been some um, big news streamer-wise uh, at the moment. Um, and the reason I'm mentioning it is the flow-on effect could be massive for Twitch in particular. Um, there's a lot of streamers out there, big-name streamers. Recently, for those who've heard of a, a streamer by the name of Pokimane, I think that's how you Poke, yep. Poke, Is that right, Pokimane? Yep. 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 Um, received a two-day ban or basically sitting there on stream watching MasterChef episodes on TV. And Devin Nash did a video on it, and he basically, he was extremely critical of them and said they, they, they don't realise, but they should realise the impact of what they're doing to, and it's going to impact every content creator. Just like when PewDiePie had his um, flare-ups, um, which was taken out of context in my opinion, but the media did their thing and they created what was commonly referred to as the adpocalypse. They're basically tempting an adpocalypse for Twitch. Now, a lot of people don't realise, but um, streamers um, on Twitch, they make money from a few ways. One of them is subscribers. Another one is um, uh, donations or tips um, or bits. Um, and the last one is ads, the ads that run on their videos. Um, you mainly see it from a lot of the big partner ones who've got a contract where they're obliged to run a certain amount of ads every um, uh, hour, but they earn money from those ads. And Twitch has always struggled um, with getting <clears throat> advertisers to go to the platform um, for a number of reasons. You know, the hot tub meta was one of them, um, and just the, the, the live um, nature of Twitch as opposed to YouTube, even though you can stream on YouTube, um, but the live nature of Twitch has a lot of um, uh, advertisers scared to commit their money because they don't know what they're going to be put up against. <clears throat> now you've got these. There's a, there's a stream that um, Devin Nash mentions in his video where a guy is literally asleep watching Lord of the Rings. <clears throat> You can see the guy asleep on his couch down the bottom here. And he's got the movie, The Lord of the Rings, just playing. 
Oh, my God. Like Scales Feeder says, these people, they should understand it, but there are so many streamers who <clears throat> I don't know if it's arrogance, whether it's stupidity or what, but they're playing copyrighted music, which is just asking for fucking trouble, and now they're starting to do copyrighted TV shows. They're going to bring down Hellfire and Brimstone on their platform, and yeah. they're going to lose their incomes because... The worst case scenario is things like the Recording Industry Association of Artists or whatever it is, um, uh, Warner Brothers, fucking Fox movie company, whatever, they could launch a lawsuit that could potentially put Twitch in a position where they say, fuck it, it's not worth it. YouTube had the same thing happen. I think it was Viacom sued them um, some years back. And that's why you had this ridiculous over-the-top copyright of, you know, you see me tweet out every now and then, I, 10 to 15 seconds of audio gets my whole podcast claimed. But that's the way that um, YouTube had to deal with it. So now you can't do it on YouTube. It's, it's, it, there's, there's bots and all the rest of it out there that are just detecting this stuff and instantly flagging it, and they're either banning it so it, the video can't be shown, or they're claiming it. And it is, it's really hard to do fair use on, um, on, on YouTube. And they're basically... there, is no, there is no fair use on YouTube unless no. a video is under the Creative Commons license, I believe. Then you can use it, but otherwise there is no fair use on YouTube, no, which the, is fine. And the, the system is heavily skewed towards the claimer. The person who claims the video, the system is heavily skewed towards them. They're basically... Out of stupidity and arrogance, that's what I'm going to put it down to. It's nothing else. It is just stupidity or arrogance uh, and or arrogance um, that they think they're above it. Um, they're, you know, I've got mates who's um, one of them, um, uh, the dude Thor, shared with me something he had, and it was even just from Twitter. He had a cease and desist sent because he shared a video which had a bit of Celine Dion or something in it. They're, they're, yeah. get, they're getting serious, folks. And Facebook do it <clears> as well. Yep. People need to start... Yeah, if you're watching someone um, who's doing it, they're either stupid or they're arrogant enough to think that it doesn't apply to them um, because it can and it will. And the flow-on effect to other creators, Logan Paul um, with his fucking Suicide Forest video was another one. The flow-on effect, because that created the Apocalypse 2 video, uh, sorry, yeah. uh, the Ap Apocalypse 2, the flow-on effect to other creators was massive um, and he didn't even really care. It just comes down to what Scale Speeder has said. It's greed. Greed, greed, greed. They do not care. They'll do anything to make a dollar. And I highly encourage people to just avoid people who are like that because it is just so fucking selfish that they think they can sit there and play their games listening to top 100 music and all the rest of it. Should there be a system where you can pay a fee or whatever? Yes, there should be, but there's not. So think of other people. And, and don't do it. And no matter how small you are, you will get caught. You, you think you're smart by going in and deleting your VODs? I'm sorry, but you haven't deleted them. They can still be accessed. Devin Nash talks about it in this video. Those, those VODs, all VODs, even from people who aren't even an affiliate or a partner, are stored and can be accessed with people with the right tools. So when someone yeah, comes once... up with a bot that scrapes it and detects it, they'll get you. What were you going to say, Marks? Once people people think when you delete something from the internet, it's gone. It can be anything. It's it's never it's not ever gone. It's always there somewhere yep. in the background. 
Yep. Um, and it can be accessed, you know, if, like you said, the people have the right tools to it. But it's, it comes to this, I think what's happening is on Twitch, for so many years and years and years, people were able to play copyrighted music, no problem. They were able to watch, you know, TV shows and all this, no problem. And they would never get in trouble for it. But now things are changing and they're changing fast. And I think now people are getting, I'm not realizing that stuff is changing very quickly and are getting hit with these. So I think it's, it would be, it's definitely stupidity. Yeah. Um, but then people just don't seem to, to notice it. Like when, I think because on Twitch, copyright really isn't a big thing because it's just, it was always ignored by Twitch. Twitch never enforced it. Whereas on YouTube, copyright is a big thing. Yeah. So when you're either making a video or doing a live stream, you have to choose beforehand if you like you have intro music for your streams if to make sure that's non-copyrighted or you have the license for it same when you're doing videos because otherwise you will lose your revenue from those videos and people's livelihoods depend on it um like for me for example i only use stuff that i've paid license for or have permission solely to be able to use either on streams or videos otherwise than that i don't use the stuff it's just not worth it um just not worth it and it just it's a com- common sense when it comes to copyright I think is, is the best way to do it. You know, like I know some streamers out there. Um, like I know Nick Marks is one of them. The big guy, he used to be called Juicy Streamers now at Apex. But he got, he reached out to Drake and his management and he got full permission off of Drake himself to be able to play his songs on his stream without getting copyrighted. And you can't do stuff like that. But you know, that's like a one in a million chance. So you just have to be careful and smart about what you're doing. Um, it's the best way to best way to go about it but i'm seeing a lot of people talk about it um um on twitter um there's a, there's a lot there's a growing a, a, even some of those really big name guys co carnage and that they're just sitting there going what are you doing what are you fucking doing grow a brain um it's it's yeah. creating a bit of a rift a bit of division um in the um they, you can't watch movies or television shows that are not public domain in your channels we will start heavily enforcing this starting today there you go at twitch See, that's called communication. Don't know why you are incapable of clear and direct messages may be allergic. Well, I don't agree with this guy so much. It's common sense. It's just it, yeah. it's stupidity or arrogance. Both. 100% both. Um, 100% both. Yeah, someone said um, video games. Um, uh, for, you know, for people uh, stream video games. Um, now I actually replied to someone. I'll see if I've got a um, uh, maybe if I check my tweets and replies. No, that's not what I want to do. Well, like um, when Ludwig moved to YouTube, he was he moved to YouTube when his Twitch contract um went up, and because he used to play copyrighted music on his um streams. On his second stream on YouTube, he played, I think, 30 seconds of a copyrighted song on his stream. Yep. And Fwiz, who was, the, who was the head of YouTube gaming, came in and they shut his stream down. They instantly shut it down and they contacted him straight away and they were like, look, you can't do this here. And then they released him or whatever. They released the ban or whatever. And then he was able to go again, just as long as he didn't do any of his copyrighted yep. music stuff. See, someone um, was th- in this one, they were talking about... Um, uh... Crazy that they stream DMCA protected video games as well. Um, and Zizaran commented, "What video games are protected by DMCA the same way that movies and TV shows are? It's how people got clapped up for streaming Persona 5 early on. Nintendo content claim streams and Let's Plays. PewDiePie got clapped for playing 
Firewatch. Now, Nintendo have actually reversed from their stance a bit, um, and they've relaxed it now, uh, but they were notorious. You know, if you weren't a yeah, Nintendo partner, which basically entailed Nintendo wanted uh, some of your money, you weren't <coughs> playing their games. But PewDiePie did not get clapped for playing Firewatch. PewDiePie got clapped because he said, because of the whole Nazi stuff about him. Um, so they revoked his access, and they actually allude to that, and I took this screenshot directly from their website. Can I stream this game? Can I make money off of those streams? Yes, we love the people stream and share their experiences in the game, and we extend the privilege of streaming and monetizing our games on Twitch, YouTube, Steam, and elsewhere to our customers. Streaming and Let's Plays are implicit but revocable privileges, and if you happen to be among the very, 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 very few players who use your platform to spread hate or harassment, we would prefer that you not use our games in your content. So that's what happened when it came to PewDiePie. They did not like yeah. what PewDiePie said, so they said, we don't want you associated with our game. PewDiePie could have argued it, and he probably would have won in court. But PewDiePie doesn't really like drama as much as people think Lots he does. The hassle from. And yeah. he just, oh, it's fine, I'll take it down. Your loss. You know, millions mm -hmm. of people... Um, learned about the game Firewatch because he played it for them. Um, yeah. But, you know, Daisy has the same thing um, on their website. Um, let me go to it. Um, While you're looking for that quickly, um, uh, I just saw um, Creep say in chat that Netflix client blocks NVIDIA Shadowplay. And there was a thing as well, when the PlayStation 4 first released there was a thing on it um i can't remember if it was hdcp protection or something something like that where if you connected an elgato or something like that it wouldn't leave you record because it was protecting it from copyright and it took months if i'm not mistaken for sony to actually come in and lift that protection from the playstation so people could just record standard gameplay and um, it was a big hassle back when the PlayStation 4 was first released. There was bypasses around it, but it was a pain in the ass to do. But, um, you know, it, it even happened back then as well. And it should be in here somewhere. Um... I remember what you're talking about here was um, they had a question, I think, asking, could you, yeah, can you stream? stream or play their game or something like that? Um, actually, speak as we're on this topic right now. I don't know if you know Hutch. Um, yeah, I know Hutch. Yeah. Old, school, college, old yep. school college YouTuber was very, very big back in the day. Um, he's literally just um, talking about this on Twitter as well. Um, and he, he was just literally talking about, I think the reason people, the reason why publishers are okay with copyrighted games being streamed is replayability. Someone sees a game and wants to play it for themselves. Most people don't rewatch movies slash TV shows if they're viewed for free on Twitch, usually permanent loss of opportunity to profit. You know, so there, there is controversy there and it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But Yeah, like Charlie says there in chat. Gaming companies allow content creation as advertising unless the game is under embargo or in license testing, um, they encourage it. So, yeah, when it's under embargo, those early days, like Dead Matter did for a bit, no one was um, yeah. allowed to, without their explicit permission. Um, mm -hmm. 
which I always think is a bad way to go about it because it's basically, well, what have you got to hide? Um, but yeah. most games, if you check their website, they explicitly state there that you can stream and be profitable uh, from you know you, from, from playing their game. Um, it's something that, but you will not find that for a movie. You will not find you know the latest Matrix movie having a clause. You are welcome to stream this to thousands of other people and profit from it. They ain't going to do that. It's all about right, the money. Com- yeah, it's common sense. At the end yeah. of the day, you know. Yeah. Um, like when you buy a game, you're buying the license to kind of what's the best way to describe it? Like kind of do what you kind of want with that game, like share you know footage of it or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously not redistributed technically, but you know. Um, Stuff like that. So it's, yeah, it's it's a big mess. It's wicked complicated. And it'll be interesting to see where it goes for sure. There you go. Nintendo scraps controversial creators program. Um, I don't know why they had it in the first place, to be honest with you. So it's yeah, you know, it's just something you need to be aware of. Um, that you should just do a basic bit of research, just check it out. Um, but for most games, gaming creators um, and developers are well aware that um, content creators um, can make and sometimes break a game. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. but Nintendo was really these, bad. Look at um, one great example of this was. Um, Apex Legends, when that first released, yep. they paid Ninja a million dollars to play that game for mm. a, a couple of days or whatever it was, instead of spending spending it on um, TV advertisements, because they knew yep. he would bring in more money than a TV advertisement would yeah. at the time. And, you know, so gaming creators, I think back in the day, it was probably not as much, but nowadays they rely on content creators to help promote a game. So they reach out to them and offer them, you know, money and sponsorships and stuff to play their game. So yeah, it, it's good that Nintendo's finally backtracked. They weren't popular, but yeah, not about hiding anything. I can tell you from experience, it's all based on pre-release content creating and last round testing and feedback sessions. Yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah, as that Spud said, it was a good call from Dead Matter um, because their game was terrible. Um, um, upon yeah. release, and it would have been, but they handled it very poorly in the background. So, carefully um, done. Uh, you know, look at PUBG. PUBG um, was an example of how to do it well. Um, mm-hmm. They 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 were they were massive when it first came out. Now they had everyone playing yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> so it's it, it it's it's horses for courses sort of thing. So yeah, but. Just be aware, folks, that you know, if you're seeing people out there, maybe say something to them um, that you know you shouldn't be doing this. Some people just aren't aware. You know, they that mm-hmm. they live in such a shelter that they're not aware that they can't do it. Um, but just you know, let them know that they're cracking down. They are cracking down, and and Amazon, which owns Twitch, they don't want to be losing money. They don't want to be getting sued by fucking these multi-million or multi-billion dollar companies. And they'll sue them for millions. You know, they're not going to come after the fucking Daisy podcast, most likely. I can't afford to fucking pay them millions of dollars. But they'll go, they'll go after Amazon and Twitch for allowing it to happen on their platform. And then mm-hmm. Twitch is going to be forced into 
taking drastic action, either shutting the platform, which could include shutting the platform down. Is it worth it? Can we engineer something to, you know, auto cut streams and that? Or do we just say fuck it? Or do we make it you harder see, for people to join the platform and stream? This is the thing that Twitch is missing on, and I'll compare YouTube's live to it again. YouTube live has a dedicated team of people that just focus on YouTube gaming and YouTube live, and they do nothing else but that. And if you have a problem, you can reach out to these people on Twitter, for example, and, you know, say your channel gets struck or whatever, and you can DM them and they will actually help you do it. Like for the example with, you know, Ludwig that I brought up earlier on. Mm-hmm. You know, they reached out to him, they caught a stream, and then they messaged him and were like, hey, look, you can't do this. Here's what you need to do. And then they were like, once he agreed and was like, yeah, you know, there's human contact there. But with Twitch, there doesn't seem to be any human contact there if that makes sense yeah it just seems to be all bots doing it or there isn't anyone doing it at all they basically come up to youtube it's better (laughs) now what else have we got um we've talked about the recruiting um this was a little bit of drama so I've got some um, fairly strong opinions on this. A lot of people got oh, upset yeah. about the screenshot competition. Um, that it was, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna upset some people, but I'm gonna say it as it is. It was, wow, wow, all the people who know how to edit and use Photoshop and Daisy Editor one. I'm sorry, but to me, and I'm hap- I'm, I'm saying this because I want people to correct me if I'm wrong. But that's like me saying, wah, wah, um, Fubar Bundy gets more video, uh, more views on a video because he um, knows how to use Photoshop and um, effects editor, and I don't. Get good. I'm sorry that that's my take on it. Maybe they should have a category for unedited ones, but I don't know. Am I being too harsh, Marks? Maybe. Um, I, I, I don't think it was a majority of the, um, don't think it was majority of the PC community given out. It was mainly the console community because they don't have really have access to this stuff. And you kind of, you feel from there a little bit. Um, but you know, they, but they don't can, have access no, to the editor. And they, they download their things and then access them on a computer. What about if they don't have a computer? Not everybody can afford one. You know, maybe it's, people have to choose console over a, uh, a a computer. I know it, it'll seem weird, but it's it's just that way. Some people... See, but you know, I'm, I'm, t- I'm going to tie, um, tie this back to my own personal experience of the Daisy Awards show when we did it. Some people were unhappy with the way it was done. The Sometimes it's kind of what Zyson said in chat. They want participation trophies. Sometimes Daisy tried to do something good here and people, all they could take from it was a negative. All they could find was some reason to bitch about it. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I'm starting to see that maybe I am being a bit too harsh on it, but it it just fucking annoyed me that whenever people try to do something good, Someone always comes up with a reason to fucking shout it down. Mm. 
Yeah, I can see their frustration at the same time. I do, you know, but you know, how, how hard is it going to be for them to be able to discern what we what, is there a way that you could, you know, the image contains fucking the logo of Xbox or PlayStation so we can see what is legitimately a console one because they just it was I don't you know there, there was it wasn't for sheep stations. It's not like it was for you know thousands of dollars in prizes, as far as I understand. Um, Maybe having a runners-up thing as well, or like here are some uh, what what they say qualif- entries that didn't make the the top three or whatever. Um, I don't know something like that. Me at the end, of the day, I I it doesn't bother me that much. Is you know they picked two were good pictures. They're bloody great pictures. I can see why they won. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, what did they... What did they say? Up the, what did they say as their response? Should go up just a bit? Uh, no, nope, well, next one. Uh, up, 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 up. Yep, that one. Okay, no, it was... I, yeah. told, I didn't know if they were, like, replying to it. Uh, Dancer Jesus, we're talking about the people complaining about you and uh, Wellerton in particular. I'm not sure if Bibbix did a highly um, edited um, uh, photo, um, but you know, complaining about what I call artists doing what they're good at, which is creating art. And I likened it to me complaining that JLK or Fubar Bundy get more views on videos because they know how to use Daisy Editor and um, they know how to use After Effects and Photoshop and I don't. And you know, I basically said, just get good. But there, there is the element of uh, what Scalespeed has said console players could not win their competition uh, because they uh, can't create scenes on console unless you have access to a PC. So yeah. I get I get that point, and for the console community, I love the console community. I feel for them, and maybe there should have been a console category. Um, but PC players suck it up. I'm sorry, but suck it up. Get good. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I know I'm not a good editor, so I switched my channel and my format to what I'm good at, and that's talking. I I I don't think there's a better talker about Daisy than me. <laughs> I could talk yeah. underwater with a mouthful of marbles. Um, that's my strength. I found what I'm good at, and I, I'm focusing on that. I'm not a great editor. My editing is fucking, uh, you know, stick pictures. Um, I am a shitty fucking Daisy editor. The only decent video I think I've ever done, which showed a little bit of skill, was um, why things are seen. Um, other than that, I I have so many ideas, but I'm not skilled enough to do it. But I'm not going to blame other people because they're more skilled than me. I, I, I give ideas to people. Yeah, I think I've given you ideas, Marks. You know, maybe you should do this. Um, I, give, I give ideas to Wobo. I give ideas to Archie um, on people who I know can actually do what I, I don't have the skills to do. Yeah. I, could, I could get good. Yeah, I could go and do online courses and learn how to use Photoshop and After Effects and things like that, but I'm too fucking lazy to do it. You know, that, that's on me. It's not on anyone else because they're better than me. And I'm, not, I'm certainly not going to take to a public forum and whine about it because they created something better than I could possibly can. I'm I, 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 sorry, but I, I still I side with Zyson. It's a particip- they want participation trophies. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Um, 
I can tell Void he isn't a tech guy because his background is backwards. Yeah, I've got a. I mean, the thing is, you load the image. This is in Discord, um, and it shows up. And then when you actually turn it on, it's backwards. So I've got to create a a reverse image, and uh, I, I don't really know how to do that. I'll work it out. I'll watch a YouTube video on it or something, and work out how to flip it. I use fucking three D Paint um, for my stuff. So yeah. But how do they tell the difference between an amateur and a pro Mackay? Uh, that, that's, we're, we're asking them to implement stuff that's basically just going to see them say, fuck it, we're not going to bother. If people are just going to bitch about it, why do I bother? That's what I worry about I, with this. But, uh, I, I don't know. I think I don't, usually you can tell the difference between an amateur and a professional you know, who takes pictures. Like I've I've tried to take some screenshots and you know that I've gotten inspiration from either Dance Jesus or Wellington and stuff and yeah they come out looking okay but they're nothing like they can do you know you can tell instantly that I'm an amateur at taking these pictures compared to them. Everyone knows yeah. Wellington and Dance Jesus are experts at this, so that you know we can clear when they submit something we know that they're 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 they're, arti they're artistic people. Yeah, you know, we've seen Wellington do his stuff live on the show. We've known Dancer Jesus since the show started. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I know Mackay, but the, I think it just still comes down to just get better. You know, okay, it's the standard they want. I will learn. Just buy a PC and all your problems will be solved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I feel for the console people because it would have been hard for them. Um, yeah, just I think it detracted a bit from, you know, these guys put a lot of hard work into the, um, it, yeah, we watched Wellington doing it live. Um, mm -hmm. it, that was <laughs> level the playing field. Next comp pitches need to be only done in MS Paint. <laughs> but, yeah, we don't want to make it so that, Daisy just say, well, why bother if people are just going to continuously complain? Um, yeah. Learn how to use Daisy Editor. Learn how to use um, Photoshop and get good. Get good. Etch a sketch. <laughs> I remember the old etch a sketches. Uh, what else did we have? Um, this was a good one to see. I couldn't find a link to it, but um, for those who remember, uh, the Gents of Novo server is back. Did you see that, Marks? I've never heard of it. The Gents of Novo was a legendary server uh, back in the day. Yeah, when you, the, the big servers were Daisy Underground, you had Pipsy here in Australia, uh, Blue Waffle in the UK, Gents of Novo and UK Alliance um, were another big batch of servers as well. But the Gents of Novo was one of the first servers to really try something different and this was back before modding but they just had a gentleman's agreement that the town of novo was a friendly zone you weren't yeah. allowed to shoot people and kill people in novo up in up in the northeast of the corner um mm -hmm. and it was it was a it was a nightmare for them to manage um because you had people so. breaching it all the time but that's yeah. how committed that community was but eventually like a lot of communities, you know, people just moved on and um, they ended up shutting the server down. They you know, all got a bit disgruntled and understandable. But it's great to see an OG server coming back. Uh, Gents of Novo was fucking huge. 
back in the day. They were, they were a bunch of lovely guys. And probably some girls as well. I uh, wonder how a server like that would work today. Uh, even there, you, you type in Gents of Novo. Um, but they said they're not going to be having Novo as a safe zone, which I thought was interesting. Um, so are they doing just kind of like a standard thing? Just standard kind of vanilla server-ish? Yep. Good work. I mean, it's a good time to launch a vanilla server if people were ever wanting to do so. Now you type it in, and there's plenty of um, hits for them. Gents of Novo, Hitman for Hire... Um, just it, it's great to see them back. Um, they were legends um, of the uh, Daisy community back in the day. Um, yeah, look at this, nineteenth of October, twenty fifteen, uh, back when community servers were first around and that. But yeah, um, you know, top post on Reddit. Uh, goodbye, gents of Novo. Sorry to see you go. It's great to see them back. Yeah, be interested to see how the server works. Good to see him back. And, and when I get some more information, I'll try to uh, share it. I think I did retweet a tweet that I saw about it. That's what um, made me remember that I needed to add uh, it. Are they an EU server or a US server? Uh, EU. EU server. Okay. Could be interesting. Now, the other one that I want to talk about is, I think we mentioned it last year, but um, the Nuketown map by Scalespeeder. Mm. You got to have a play on that. I linked a video in that thing. Um, it's like a trailer, it's a Twitter link um, that I met up just literally while the show was starting. I spent about five minutes editing a clip together. But yeah, um, Scalespeed has released um, a remake of Nuketown. You can play the music, by the way. It's um, from Epidemic, so you should be fine. It was literally um I love that we made um Nuketown and uh yeah I have a full video on it coming out soon. Um it should be out I'm hoping uh hopefully within the next week or so. And um yeah it's really cool. And the great thing about what Scalespear does is he puts all the files on GitHub and then he can um if you're on console you can uh, put it on a console server as well if you want to, so you can one of your friends on console or PC. Yep, I just think that's great. Um, yeah, uh, we've seen um, you know servers try to copy, uh, try to copy, try to copy like Escape from Tarkov themes, and you know we've got the one that I talked about earlier, the Raft style one. Um, Daisy is such a, a beautiful blank canvas, like we said, that almost anything's possible. And you know, Scarlet Speeder reinvented fucking 
the you should do Rust. You need to do the Rust one, uh, Scarlet Speeder. Come up with some of the classic Call of Duty maps. Warpig. Oh, oh my God. Warpig would be another amazing one. Supposed to be a hard one to do. We could recreate oh, the infamous oh, battle man. between Syndicate and um, uh, uh, Wings of Redemption. Oh, bog. Oh, bog. Bog, sorry. Bog, bog yeah. would be an easy one to do. Yeah. yeah. That'd that, be cool. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, a massive shout out again to Scarlet Speeder. Um, he's one of the unsung heroes of the uh, Daisy community. He does a lot that people just aren't aware of um, for this game, especially for the much maligned console uh, community. So, yeah, awesome work, awesome work, mate. I'll definitely be watching that video when it comes out. Um, no, I'll even know when it's out. Now, this was awesome to see. Admiral's Diving Mod. Oh, man, I didn't keep the um, video link for it. Um, send that to me um, on Discord as well, Speeder, and I'll put a link to it in the uh, video uh, for people to watch as well. Um, I saw a video of someone swimming underwater, and, yeah, someone's created a mod where you can swim underwater now in day Z. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, for some of those more... Um, uh, like this um, server I'm talking about, um, probably in the mod. Yeah, actually, I think you're right there, Mackay. Um, I think it, that's where I did see it. Um, let me see if it was there. Uh, Daisy mods. No, that's just the link to the mod. Thank you, sir. There's no video there. Hmm. Bummer. But yeah, you're swimming underwater um, and tagged you. Ah, good. I'm not seeing it. Need to check the threads. God, I'm such a boomer at fucking times, aren't I? In showcase. Here we go. Now, that doesn't really show you swimming underwater. No, yeah. Maybe it's above it. Good that it does have faster swimming speeds, though. <laughs> no, Dump Rat. You can actually go underwater.
Nope, that's that same flip again. Thirty first of the twelfth. Here we go. So that shows you swimming yeah. underwater. It downloaded the video. Just click the video, the Daisy download that. You might have to reshare your screen though, that's the only thing. <clears throat> oh no, there it is. Oh, you can get them really deep, can't you? Yeah. You know, people might, I don't know where, how you can, if you can interact with things when you're underwater. People might be able to put, you know, sunken treasure and all sorts of stuff. No, it would be sick if you could. Um, I don't know if you could have, like, a weapon in your hand when you went into the water. Mm. And, like, be waiting. It'd be a perfect thing for an ambush, shouldn't it, if somebody was, like, on the, yeah. just on the shoreline or something. You pop up out of the water and kill them. But, yeah, I, I was stunned when I saw it. So, yeah, the, the, the modders are just doing their fucking magic. Absolute magic. Awesome to mm -hmm. see. There. Okay, thank you. Thank you, buddy. We found it. We got there eventually. I'm sorry for how painful that was for everyone to watch. But, yeah, you know, just a whole new world of Day Z. You know, what is it? About 20% of Cherneris is water. Um, well, now you might be able to do something interesting with it. Rearmed, released inventory while swimming, so it's possible to loot with both mods now, I guess. There you go. Mackay's got the uh, info for us. Pretty cool. Um, what else? Content creator. Now, I found someone's channel. Again, this one popped up um, in just in my recommended because I watch a bit of Day Z content. And his name is Zesty Polvo. Um, I'm subscribed to him on my personal channel. That's why I'm not subscribed here. I should be subscribed here. Uh, but he's pumping out a lot of content. Um, he doesn't know I'm doing this. You know, I just wanted to do it. But he's getting some decent views. Um, and he's just releasing a lot of um, um, world, uh, world record fastest death. I'll mute it. Guy literally spawns in and dies. <laughs> but he's just he's really um nailing the algorithm. And if you if you like a lot of content, you know, four hours ago, four hours ago, twenty-one hours ago, twenty-one hours ago. So this is his channel. Um go check him out. See whether you like it. Yeah, you know, it's what we like to do on the um uh show is just um and shine the spotlight on um, creators who are doing something interesting, and he's just he's pumping out a lot of content. Decent little yeah, short... shorts. Um, shorts seem to be doing the rounds on YouTube, especially if I've seen a lot of them blow up uh, Daisy related, uh, which is cool to see. What is this? A working prototype of the future olfactory mechanic. 
It will feature all possible smells like corpses, food, sweat, etc. Very experimental, may impact FPS on weak CPU, will not affect server, only client sign functions. Apparently you can only smell smoke from active fire and burnt wood in the fire that is not burning. Smell depends on the wind. The stronger the wind, the further it travels the smell, but travel in a narrow path, 450 metres max. The weaker the wind, the smaller the smell spreads around, but in short range, wind does not count when very close to the source. Smoke smell covers the burnt smell, cannot smell two at once. Burnt smell is weaker, spreads less. When speaking to how her, do you know you're how do you know you're smelling something? I think it's this little image on the side here. It's in Russian, but maybe that's meant to indicate a smell. Right. What? Hmm. I have a funny taste in my nose. <laughs> okay. That is interesting. I don't really understand it, but... Yeah. I mean, is it to seek out players easier? Easier? Like... Not sure. I'm certain there'll be servers that are interested in it, but it's just great to see someone exploring a new mechanic for the game. 100% behind that. Yeah. Um, and the last one I want to shout out um, is um, Happy Bombs again. We talked about it at the beginning, uh, but it's great to see him, oh, pardon me, expanding his empire um, with the um, more hardcore server. Uh, like we said, hardcore is very niche, uh, but it's great to see someone with a decent um, following. Um, and a lot of uh, big-name people have been checking it out because they know that um, Happy Bombs runs good quality servers. So, yeah, great to see. Absolutely fucking great to see. Yep. What about you, mate? What's been your highlight for the few weeks that we've been off, other than you uh, getting your second 100K video soon? Yeah, well, hit 20K just, like, the week of Christmas, mm -hmm. then hopefully this video will hit 100K. It should be next week, if it keeps going this red. Um... Honestly, I, the one thing I'm actually going to shout out, uh, he doesn't know I'm going to do this either, but my brother is like uploaded a new Daisy video today. What's his channel? Um, I'll link the video. Uh, I don't, is he actually, I don't think you'll be able to find it by typing it in, so I'll just link the video in chat. Um, it's in Twitch chat there now. Um, he's very small, only 76 subs, but um, he plays with me a lot, and so. He's going to start recording a bit more. Um, and yeah, it's just check him out. If you want to see different perspective of the videos we do, like this video now is the base rate that I was talking about earlier on, but I haven't had my video up yet. So, um, you know, go to his editing is obviously not the best. He's new to it. So everybody improves over time. But again, mate, I don't know about you, but I go, I go back thing. and I watch some of my um, early stuff. Um, and even oh, though, I well, like yeah. I said before, I'm not a great editor by any shake of the uh, imagination, but uh, it's great watching people evolve. You know, you, you go and watch um, Fubar Bundy, um, you go and watch some of his early videos, and then you watch the more polished up. The Running Man's the same. You just you see these people evolve as they get better and better at their craft. Yeah. Aiden says um, the best streams are when you're with your brother. Yeah, a lot of, 
a lot of people like them. Um, we have good chemistry together. We've been playing DayZ since we both got the game, so it's just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, fun times and it'll be good memories to look back on in years to come. Clive, thank you so much for saying that, mate. Um, We love doing the podcast, mate. We enjoyed our couple of week break, but we're happy to be back. Um, And we've got a good lineup of uh, guests um, at the start of the year. Um, A few that we're still talking with and things like that. But yeah, um, we just enjoy talking about DayZ. It just constantly amazes Mark's that there's still stuff to talk about. Even on the quiet weeks, we still end up talking for a couple of hours at least about this amazing game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Very, very good. Now, shameless shill, folks. Um, I do want to let you all know um, we have uh, started something. Um, It's a tip link where you can not just tip me, um, you can still do the show, um, and that goes 100% towards the show pretty much. Um, But if you want to be able to do a donation that goes equally uh, amongst all of the hosts um, and a percentage of it also goes to the team behind the show, you can use this link here. Um, it's powerly.gg tip um, 87A Survivor FM, and they take care of all the distribution of the funds. So everyone who's part of the show, I think when you click on the link, um, it actually shows you what the distribution is. Yep. So 70% gets split, split between. We still need Archie to fucking join it. Um, but he's being difficult, um, and 30% goes to the admin team behind the show as well. Um, so, Boxy, you've already done a, um, a couple of um, uh, test donations, um, but, yeah, so just wanted to do away. Um, I had, I had a, um, um, got into a bit of trouble again on Twitter, as I always do, uh, but you know, I was wondering to myself how many people actually support the team behind their shows. Um, and had a great discussion over on Reddit about it. Um, there are some amazing people who do some great stuff for the people who help bring the shows. Um, you know, a lot of that's the moderators in chat and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, um, we decided to set something up, you know, uh, talk to talk, well, walk to walk as well. So if anyone ever does feel like tipping, all you got to do is hit that button and it gets split up equally between all the people. 30% gets split up between the um, admin team. 70% gets split up between the uh, the hosts of the show because um, we do the most yep. work. Fuck you, Dancer Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Um, I've still got to uh, get in contact with Artesian Builds as well um, about the, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, about the uh, computer that we're going to be trying to give away. It's still not 100% confirmed, folks, um, but that's going to be the goal is I'm going to be um, saving up um, to give away a Daisy themed PC for the 100th episode of the show as well. So, yeah, um, you'll probably see something I don't normally do with a goal um, uh, to try and hit so we can do that. Um, I'm quite excited for it. Yeah, it'll be cool. <clears throat> Okay, Marks, thank you once again. Um, we outlived the, the other two guys just don't have the legs, do they, mate? These young fellas these days, I don't know. Uh, Can't last amateurs. a fucking podcast. Only three hours and five minutes, but yeah. <laughs> um, it's good to be oh, back, folks. It was up. great to see so many people coming in to check out the show. Yep. 
Exactly. That's a good one. Awesome. Thank you all so, so much. Um, next week's guest, um, I'm a bit rusty on the format. Um, we have Six is going to be coming on. Uh, he's another modder. So, yeah, we'll be getting Six on to uh, talk about um, what he's been up to. All the best, Very everyone. Good. And we will see you next week. Same time, same channels as always. Yes. See you all then. Ciao for now. <laughs>